0: Clip, what's
4: up? It's bright. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy
0: dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here
1: is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a football,
3: basketball, fun time Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, online, pr927fm.com. And it's going to be a fun day with the chat gang because uh, we got a lot to talk about on this friday man i was fired up to come in and talk about an ecu basketball win for three hours but that pesky ecu football i thought i'd got away from it but it creeps up on me like a shadow it's the monster under my bed we got pirate football to talk about and it's a positive so i'll take it but i'll got to find a lot of time to talk about pirate basketball because we had so much fun and men last night it reminded me that and a couple other things that i want to get to reminded me of why i love sports to this day and why i uh, started my love for sports all those years ago uh we will dive into that we got a lot of guests coming up including brian north later this hour tony dunn hour two he will talk about uh, the panthers looking for a new head coach once again as uh, Frank Reich out, we'll get Tony's uh, first comments on Pirate Radio about that coming up later on in the show. Morgan Ehlers will join us. He was hype last night in Minji's Coliseum and Mark Greenhouse Golf Shop Radio Show. Tiger Woods back on the golf course. Man, a lot going on. Busy sports day and a lot to talk about in the Pirate Nation as well. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chan is here. Joey is somewhere and will be here later on. And I haven't heard from Danny Beal. So I don't know if he's coming in or not. All right. um, We'll begin with the big news. And that is uh, East Carolina has their man, their offensive coordinator. He is John David Baker. He's Ole Miss tight ends coach, uh, co-offensive coordinator. And we'll jump off the lane train to join the Mike Mobile I did that off the top probably could have done something better but that's where we're going right the mike motorcycle chandler is just shaking his head in disgust and i don't blame him baker just completed his third year at old miss as their tight ends coach i'm reading from tyler comas who uh, i believe had the news first with 24 7 sports old miss inside the rebels Uh, it was his second season as the team's co-offensive coordinator and now i've got to log on to read the rest of the story hey name redacted why can't i read this story maybe i can read it on my phone if i'm logged in um john david baker now this is a name that when people saw they got a little bit excited because he's young He's coming from a good offense, and maybe uh, will open things up and give us a little something more to watch on Saturdays when ECU has the football. So I think uh, people were on board with this. The other names were uh, Bailey from Ohio State, Chad Morris, who is a recognizable name for me, uh, but judging by comments, there were a lot of detractors for Chad Morris. I'll just say from – and all I can go by is X – um, redact the redacted you know other message boards and it seems like this is uh the approval rating is very high on this one how do you guys feel in the chat let me know john david baker how you feeling bottom line is my thing is is he bringing a quarterback who's going to be our quarterback if john david baker was here last year what's our record maybe we win another game Maybe we don't. I don't know. It, it, look, this is like recruiting. You can be excited about it now and good. But Chandler and I were just talking about it. Remember when we brought in a four-star quarterback to East Carolina a few years ago? How excited we were about that? Yeah. How'd how it turn out?
0: Not good. He's entered the transfer portal.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, you never know how these things are going to go. But from a like a, a scheme, look, Mike Houston needed to get people excited about something Maybe make people think there's gonna be a change, a more exciting offense. I think mission accomplished from that standpoint with John David Baker.
0: Yeah, I mean especially, you know, his line of work where he's been, uh his resume, uh it definitely shows that he is in a different type of offense that we have seen under Donnie Kirkpatrick. And uh you go to majority of pirate fans uh in the past week or two and you ask them hey what do you want in an offensive coordinator and a lot of them are going to say a different philosophy offensively and we want a up-and-coming guy we want a young guy and we got that in john david baker because what were you doing on september 30th 1990 both of you guys um probably (laughs)
5: freshman in high school if my memory serves correctly
3: outside playing football with myself or my friends maybe shooting hoops
0: john david baker was being born on that day 33 years old is john david baker 33 33 he just turned 33 in september Hmm. so that is what a lot of people and i would say the majority wanted in the offensive coordinator was a young-minded guy which we had uh, several years ago in lincoln riley and we see what he's doing now Mm mm-hmm but you get a guy in John David Baker that's been in some programs that has shown that they can score some points, and he was been at uh, he was at North Texas. He actually had his college career; uh, he was a quarterback at Abilene Christian from '09 to 2013. He started his coaching career there as a grad assistant, worked his way up into a like an offensive quality co- uh, control coach at USC. Then he became a pass game coordinator at uh, Ole Miss which promoted him to be the co-offensive coordinator and tight ends coach at old miss so he's been in some programs that has had success not just as a whole but as uh as an offense as well so welcome to greenville uh john david baker
3: and the camera was on chandler there he was not looking at his phone not looking at a computer that was all off the dome somebody has been getting in that wikipedia today
0: oh yeah i've been wikiing it that
3: was pretty impressive thank you so well done with that man you, you brought it to the table today um, uh, Bobby says Johnny D you got a QB that's what uh, come on guys that's what we want to know oh he's talking to that Johnny D in Wilmington <laughs> hey clear we got our offensive coordinator come yeah. on guys I got a QB for you Brett Rippon we'll give you him uh, seeing some quarterback talk uh, Matthew said worried about about the quarterback Jackson Dart ain't coming with him you can uh you can bet on that one uh we got a lot of people saying john david booty john david baker either sounds like a successful offensive coordinator or a guy that like assassinated a president 40 years ago
0: anytime you hear three names yeah. you think john david baker, assassin that sounds like a name i should have learned about in my history book <laughs> and it was all right guys today we're going to learn about john david
3: baker and it was on that day that john david baker pulled the trigger and changed the landscape of America forever. But that trigger he's pulling now, folks, is calling plays for ECU, which Jamie says he's a little concerned because being a co-coordinator with Lane Kiffin, and uh, he's not calling plays; Lane's running the show. Maybe that's why JDB wanted to come. Brian North's going to get into this when we talk to him in a moment. How do I know that? Because we recorded the interview an hour ago he's going to say why is he coming here i think that's a good question is he getting paid more if so probably and not a lot more although i don't know that for a fact uh is he being run out of town by lane remember when david cutcliffe uh said hey i got a guy you can hire scotty montgomery go ahead Mm -hmm. there was some talk that he (laughs) kind of get him off my staff threw him our way Is it one of those situations? I don't think so. Just spitballing, just talking here out loud. Um, But is it a situation where he wants to get out of the shadow
0: of Lane Kiffin? And show that he has potential to be more than just an offensive coordinator. He's 33 years old. He's ready to elevate Well, first of all, he needs to
3: show he can be an offensive coordinator.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's why he's coming to East Carolina, to show that he can be one. Yeah. You said more than. He hasn't even been one yet. Right. More I, than a co offensive coordinator. More than a co offensive coordinator. So come to East Carolina, run, you know, uh, do all the play calling, run the show offensively, and show that you can be more than just a co offensive coordinator and have some sort of philosophy in hand. And show that, you know, at 33 years old, he has some sort of strategic plan to better ECU's offense from last year to this year is that going to be hard i don't think so because this as we know this past year offensively was just tragic was disgusting to watch so he's coming here knowing that he has you know something to clean up and he's hoping to you know elevate his coaching role down the road so
3: i love y'all uh let's see Kenny says John David Baker sounds like a NASCAR driver Josh says personal injury law firm in a no name southern town John David Baker uh, Jamie says John David Baker Bells uh, Bell bondsman Ryan says serial killer vibes Steve says the law firm of John David and Baker John David Baker bounty hunter <laughs> very good ryan says i need a rocking chair that'd be nice i spend almost my entire freaking life in this chair i need to get out i need to do the show outside hey uh joey can i talk to you for a minute you just got out of a chat with the big ball so this is not a bad chat or anything um so we are going to do pigs next hour um I have given you, like, the records from going into two weeks ago, pretty much. Yeah. Can you update the total records? Yeah.
6: Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah uh, I can.
3: So um, you've got the picks from last week, correct?
6: Yes. Where's the week 11 sheet from last week?
3: That is it. Like, th- I haven't updated week 11 because we were off. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got some work to do. Okay.
6: Yeah, yeah I'll get to it for sure
3: the thing is like so those records are from after week 10 you need to get the week 11 picks get those records add those to week 12 and have our overall records okay you got
6: it yeah i can get it done. that's what i like
3: to hear man that's why joey's the best here's chandler hello hey sean it's good
0: to be in studio a
3: uh irving says john david baker is an upcoming country music star i can uh, i could hear that as well jeremy also says country singer so uh jdb new offensive coordinator my question is tony collins question who's the quarterback
0: who's, who's our, quarterback? our quarterback
3: that is what i want to know i uh I, i'm i probably shouldn't say more concerned i'm just i'm more interested in that than i was the offensive coordinator hire because let's say we have the same all same players this year uh next year that we had this year how many are we winning with JDB and A Flynn? No more than two. Hmm. I was going to give us three or four because we can beat Norfolk State.
0: Oh, I thought you meant this past year.
3: No, no. How many do we win in twenty twenty four with John David Baker and Alex Flynn?
0: Mm, yeah, I'll be with you there. Three or four.
3: Yeah. So, hey, we got we had to make this higher. We did make this higher. We made it quickly and hopefully it'll be a good hire but i gotta see what qb's gonna be behind center for east carolina before i think this offense can do some things
0: and the portal hasn't even opened up yet so but But
3: that portal is filling up chandler the, I got another the line main. is
0: long. The, the portal's not open, but the line is uh, very long waiting, in, waiting to get into that portal.
3: So we were at, I believe, 13 yesterday. We're adding another name to the East Carolina portal entry list. That is Omari Allen. He is an offensive lineman. And that means we now have, t- I'll just name him, Mason Garcia, Zion Agnew, Isaiah Foot, Grant Copeland, Elisha Samples, Omari Allen, the fourth O-lineman on this list, by the way. Jason Shuford, Trevon Hayes, Tegan Wilk, Drew Dotter, Carson Smith, Ryan Capriotti, David Chapeau, Brock Winstead. Why are you looking like that?
0: No, I was just going to say Zion Agnew, like, we had him on our list, but he officially announced today. So we're like ahead of the game.
3: We're getting lists. Hell, we had one guy, uh, Johnny Stats yesterday. Yeah. Name a guy that was in the portal and the The guy he named didn't even know he was in the portal.
0: Yeah. We said, hey, buddy, breaking news. You're (laughs) You're in in the the portal. portal. And now he's in the (laughs) portal.
3: That's crazy, man. Um, uh, Amari Allen put on uh, X today that...
0: With that being said?
3: Let's see. Did he say that? No, he said... uh, God's plan never fails so i know some of you out there are not fans of the portal and all that you're gonna have to take that up with god because everything all it's these his plan like this is not coach's plan or player's plan everything happening in the transfer portal god's plan His plan. he is him you don't like it take it up with him good luck with that good luck with that chat on sunday It's all is there any
0: prayer requests? Uh yeah. Um can we have this person go into the transfer portal? Do you think God's
3: plan has us getting a good quarterback next year?
0: <laughs> is it that quarterback's is it? You know what? That's is, how I'm gonna, Is it God's plan to have that quarterback come to East Carolina?
3: That's how I'm gonna start answering and talking to people in the fifth quarter. What the hell was that game today? Uh God's plan. Next next caller. All right, I figured. Or you
0: could just play Drake's song. God's plan.
3: Eric said, Dear God, please take the entire offense to the portal. <laughs> <laughs> hey! It's his plan, Eric. Whether you want it or not, it don't matter. Uh, let's see. John David Baker, personal injury lawyer.
0: Call, call, call the law offices of John David Baker today.
3: John David Baker prophet of the lds church says austin dear lord baby jesus can we get a quarterback from the portal praise be to he (laughs) (laughs) thank you mike p for that praise be to he jeremy says what do you guys think of the pirates that are entering the the portal good bad indifferent good question jeremy let's look at that list real quick mason eh, had to happen zion agnew not familiar with him Isaiah Foot, Super I got excited starter. because of our guy Scott from Maryland who kept talking about this guy four years ago.
0: Man, haven't heard from Scott about Isaiah Foote entering the transfer portal. Yeah, he uh, he mentioned it the
3: other day. Um thought he could be something here. Grant Copeland, Elisha Samples, Omari Allen, not familiar and different. Jason Schuford. Saw him play this year. Yeah, and I'll tell you this. If you can keep the rest of that solid D-line we got – I'll be okay with it, but I don't want to be losing a lot of depth there on that D-line. It's the strength of this team. Trevon Hayes, don't know who he is. Teagan Wilk, wish he would have stuck around, but when he was out with injury, we saw other guys step up on the back end at safety. So good luck to Teagan, but didn't seem like the biggest loss ever. But again, I would rather have him here, much rather have him here. Uh, Drew Dodder never really saw a lot of time uh carson smith ryan capriotti we got our kicker and he's rad david chapo sorry david but uh we're throwing shrimps on the barbie am i right luke
0: crocky mate i mean come on mate we're just out here playing football mate i'm the same age as this new offensive coordinator mate
3: And then Brock Winstead, I'll go to my uh, long snapping analyst. What do you think about Brock Winstead?
0: Brock Brock Winstead will get a uh, spot somewhere. I saw that he already has an offer from Florida International. Um, I'm sure he'll get some more offers. Uh, A really good long snapper with great size, great speed on his snaps, and I'm sure he will contribute elsewhere. So to answer your uh,
3: question overall, Jeremy, as of right now, the transfer portal has not hurt East Carolina as of right now, as of this second, do not roast me and say, I jinx something. If it does, uh, if we do end up seeing big names in there, you asked the question, I'm answering it. When do we get now.
0: comfortable? When do we get comfortable with not till like
3: a uh, week at two weeks after the spring game? So we got a ways to go. Man. Yeah.
0: We do have a ways to go.
3: But, I mean, I feel a little more comfortable, I guess, in January. Well,
0: yeah. And then you look at last year. Up front, you had Avery Jones entering his name before the bowl game even started. I want to say it was like the first week of December that yeah. he announced that he was going into the transfer portal. Nashad Strother, I think, was right after the bowl game, which was late December. Yeah. Um,
3: so yeah, January.
0: So like January, I reckon, and then.
3: But I and it was, my dad was asking me about this similar question last night, and I was like, I am not comfortable, but it's a good sign that. Maybe a couple of impact corners have not announced yet, right? I mean, I'll take that.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, you're thinking about Siobhan Rebel. uh, You're thinking about, you know, maybe uh, IBM. You know, when are they going to make their decision? And, I mean, like, to this point now, it's like, all right, it's a blessing that we haven't heard uh, those names. God's plan. You know, God's plan has not been put into the transfer portal But as the weeks, you know, that lead up to, uh, you know, the portal opening on Monday, I believe, um, when are we going to start hearing those names? And hopefully we don't hear them, especially for a guy like Siobhan Revel, who's been such a big part of the uh, defense's success this past year, who has a bright future with East Carolina, hopefully if it's God's plan. so we're, we're just waiting but right now it, it, you know fingers crossed because there is no big time names in the in the portal. I would argue that Tegan Wilk is one of those guys yeah. who has you know been a, a big part in that safety room but we saw him go out
3: and we saw this defense play very well exactly so it doesn't concern me as much. David says, I like to think of my quarterback in a tuxedo t-shirt because it says, like, I want to be formal, but I'm here to party, too. I like to party. David, I have no clue what you're talking about, but I like I like where your head's at. Seems like you're having a good Friday. Do you know what that means? No. All okay. right. Uh, Zach says, it would be great to get KJ Jefferson from Arkansas. It'd be great to find a million dollars when I walk to the bathroom, too. Both of those things will be great. You have a point there, but be a little nicer. <laughs> Steve said, where do transfers use the bathroom? The portal potty. Steve, you are banned for the rest of the year. <laughs> we'll talk to you in January. <laughs> Boy, we got off to a good start today. What's happening now? Alex said, we don't feel comfortable till fall camp. Hell, let's extend that i felt pretty comfortable with kurt benkirk going into fall camp in 2015 and then my dreams were shattered like his leg Uh Oh, clip yo
0: david's comments from ricky bobby
3: oh sorry good Knights. thank you you know what david that's on me usually i and i throw out tons of references i apologize for not getting that one i take that back david uh Eric says, no wonder Clip didn't get my. Yeah, I, I guess Talladega Nights is not on my referenceometer. It's not one of my favorite movies. You know what else I think is. I don't want to say it's overrated. I just don't love it as much. I just thought of two more movies. Am I not a Will Ferrell guy? I think Step Brothers is overrated. I think wow. Anchorman's overrated. Wow. That's just that. I, I, I'm sorry. And Talladega Nights. I probably watched it once. That's why I didn't get the references. I didn't, didn't love those movies. How many times have you seen Anchorman? Probably once or twice. I don't know. Anchorman, and I tried Step Brothers to get
0: I see Anchorman as a movie that would tickle your fancy. That would literally get you tickled.
3: You're not going to tickle me right now, are you?
0: No, I'm not going to tickle you.
3: You are, aren't you?
0: Nah, um, no, but Anchorman seems like a movie that you would laugh at.
3: Well, it's not. And I'm sure I laughed. Ha,
0: ha, ha, ha. <laughs> what a great scene.
3: Uh, but I just, uh, I didn't love it, man. So
0: you just, you're Will Ferrell. I don't, I don't not hate her, but maybe you just <laughs> don't appreciate him like other people do. What about Elf?
3: David said, I like Elf. David said, don't you wish that evil on me, Clip. Stepbrothers is God's plan. (laughs) Look, me not loving those movies is God's plan. Cameron says, Clip, y'all need to make a We Not Know Punks t-shirt. Yeah, I've already told like eight people that today. We Not Know Punks. I should be wearing that shirt right now. Because We Not Know
7: Punks. We Not Know Punks.
3: God, that fires me up. That, I was so excited to talk about basketball today. And then we had we, you know.
0: That stop, stop don't don't even start talking about basketball. We got football to talk about, baby. <laughs> we got a new offensive coordinator.
3: <sighs> but did you not have fun last uh, night?
0: Dude, it was one of the most fun nights I've had in Minjis. It was.
3: Because we'll get into it. We got to uh, We can't
0: we can't talk about it.
3: We got to get to uh Brian North. Step brothers top 10 all day. What about Adam Sandler? I don't love him as much as you do, but I do love Happy Gilmore, and I do love Big Daddy. All right, let me think of 10 comedies better than Step Brothers. I'm counting Major League as a comedy. Oh, my gosh.
0: Really? I mean, you're a Major League guy. Like That's your favorite movie of all time.
3: Yeah. Um every naked gun movie so that oh. puts me at 4 okay uh oh, i don't think series counts
6: that should be 1 make me feel where is that voice coming from who
0: is that what did you hear that Internet. i thought i did
6: <laughs> what's up pi <Power> radio
3: <laughs> i think i'm going crazy in
0: the name of jesus get out of here
3: voice because my him. the voice in my head for some reason has a little bit of a puerto rican <laughs> accent <laughs> it's been that way my whole life alright
8: I'll
3: try to come up with that list by the uh, Happy Gilmore I like better Okay. Big Daddy I like better we'll take a break see I, I haven't watched that enough either I need to watch that I haven't watched your Mr. Deeds never watched that don't
8: you ever say that again
3: Pineapple Express number one camera? No, it's not. It, it can be to you. Everybody's allowed their own Pineapple top ten. Express that's is funny. One. and I hope you respect my opinion and my decision. Just like I will respect yours. Everybody's top ten is going to be different, and that's fine. We'll take a break. Come back. Water boy. Eh, I think my problem is. Can I be honest for a minute? I'm. Gonna I'll be I'm gonna be honest. Like, I gotta got be, gotta be careful about what I say. I like being honest. But we'll be honest. Be honest. Be honest. Like, the special needs humor is like, I don't know. Maybe it's not my thing. Like Step Brothers, you got these grown men acting like they got something wrong with them. Water Boy, clearly he does have that something man. wrong. And maybe not my kind of humor. Just being honest. I didn't be honest. We'll be back after these words.
1: when you can be a pirate. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
3: All right, I'm seeing a lot of movie entries by folks better than that I enjoy more than Step Brothers and Anchorman. Um, somebody said something funny Ryan Clip loves the ringer I don't know if I've ever seen that because I'm just uncomfortable with the premise Oh No says Friday is number one definitely like that more than the others Ryan said Super Bad is tough to beat like that more Brad said American Pie, like that more. That was uh it came out right when I was a senior in high school. Really hit home with me. Um David said Tommy Boy Black Sheep. I like the Chris Farley vehicles. So yeah, all better than stuff. Chad's got a list. He says Waterboy Dodgeball, Happy Gilmore, Caddyshack, definitely Caddyshack. Tommy Boy Airplane Hangover, old school Uncle Buck so yeah it's just not in my top 10 maybe i'll go revisit it one day all right i got a brian north interview you know what it's friday man let's just go i just want to talk i want to keep it here i'll get i want to get to that interview later if we have time okay i do want to run that interview we'll do that dumb and dumber yes and you're right eric (laughs) they were special Maybe at that time in my life, I liked that humor more than when I got older. Because yeah, I loved Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> and they were definitely special. I mean, Tom York would say they're so effing special. Da da da, da da da. Eric's calling me a fraud. You're probably right. I am a fraud. Jamie said, American Pie hit home with you, or are you a fan of Pie Play? Not that particular scene, Jamie, per se, but uh, some, of the, some of the movie. I feel like we're getting a little too personal now. Chandler, you talk.
5: Were you a fan of Bandcamp, maybe?
3: I uh, never went to Bandcamp, but okay. uh, it was a good movie. Yeah. Enjoyed the flick. Uh, let's talk hoops. So I Crank thought, up the band. I saw multiple things last night that reminded me why I'm doing this and why I love sports. One of them I saw on X, which is a place for a lot of negativity and things like that. But did you see the uh, the video of Mitchell Robinson's high school coach? What
0: a great, cool, neat story.
3: So they interviewed him during the Knicks game. Uh, his high school coach, Butch Stockton, Stockton's uh, and he's in his what 80s 70s. Uh, his wife passed away in September and uh, Mitchell Robinson visited her every day in the hospital. At the funeral. Mitchell Robinson invited his coach to live with him in New York and said, "Coach, you need to coach. get your mind off things. You can't stay in that house by yourself. Let's uh, come come up with me to New York." We're going to get through this together.
0: Come to my basketball games.
3: Go to the games. Cheer me on. I got you a ticket. We'll be roommates. Uh, Mitchell said that Butch Stockton took him up on the offer. He has been Robinson's roommate since the start of the season. And he was shown cheering him on at the game last night. And that's why I love sports. That's why sports is great. Relationships. Uh, It changes your life forever. This guy clearly made an impact on Mitchell Robinson years ago, and now Mitchell is returning the favor and helping this man uh, get over his wife passing away.
0: We love sports, but sometimes the story within sports is what grows our love for it. Exhibit A with Mitchell Robinson and his high school coach.
3: Another thing I saw last night, not just saw, but witnessed, but experienced. You all right there? Rivalries. Uh Uh-huh. Rivalries are a reason we love sports. Teal surrounding me in Section 213. Seahawks fans. Seahawks. Those dum-dums behind me. Oh, the the seats have cup holders. Did y'all see that? These seats have cup holders.
0: This is so cool. Were they really saying that? Yeah. Do they not have that at Trask Coliseum? This is my favorite player. What happened to so and so? Oh yeah, I've been
3: here in two years. Oh, he's my new favorite player. I like this guy too. Hey, don't. The seats have cup holders. The seats have cup holders. The snozzberries taste like snozzberries. Is this bigger than Trask? It doesn't look like it. Oh, but the seats go up high. This is what I'm hearing. As I'm watching ECU and UNCW play. These beach bombs. And then I'm hearing claps and whoops and hollers. Whoop, there it is. And I'm just like, wait for it. Y'all y'all must not know what <laughs> East Carolina does. Not no punks. We go on runs. We ain't, no, we ain't no punks. We get down early. We not no punks. We come back. We win the game. And by the end of it, I was standing up, smiling and all those sad uncw fans
0: could do nothing but sit there in complete shock going man these seats have cup holders
3: (laughs) i need to i need to take a drink from my my cup that has a cup holder um what a fun night and also the rivalry part of it was great seeing bobby pettiford and shaquem phillips Couple of Eastern North Carolina yards go at it. Legends, just back and forth. Yards, one on one. That was a lot of fun. But um, something else last night. Shirley, can you get Mike Schwartz his opening comments?
2: Really great team win. That is a team win uh, versus a very good basketball team, and just uh, really proud of our guys.
3: Wait a minute, Shirley. Play the whole opening comments that's it so hit it again something's missing really great team win that is a team win uh versus a very good basketball team and just uh, really proud of our guys
0: so i heard so, wait
3: something's missing
0: there wait i heard great yeah is there a word missing is there usually i there's something after great, do great we have... respect yeah
3: wait, that, that's yeah.
0: from a past
3: is there any what other sounds do we have from past press conferences do you have any more? Load it up. <laughs> Shirley has no clue what we're talking Jeez. about. not going really to right? challenge for our team. You're on the right track. He did not say the word respect. Incredible respect. Just a this ton of respect. This is this is so much respect. Time. Okay, Shirley's on board now. The first time he has not had great respect for the coach and the opponent, or any respect at all. R- really great team win. Now, what? That is- why
0: is that? Why did he not say that? Why Why did he not say that? Why did he not say respect? I wish
3: I. Huh. Had, I wish I was. We Le- not no punks. I wish I was LeBron James' friend, like Brian Windhorst, and just made a whole career out of it.
0: So, between Mike Schwartz's opening press conference, yeah, like or opening statement, yeah, and Caleb LeCount and Bobby P, and now Bobby P wasn't here last year. It was more Caleb LeCount who was here last year, that went and made the trip to Wilmington and uh, suffered that loss in uh, Trask Coliseum. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of talk going on in that game last year, in that loss. little chit-chat? And with the no res- I mean, not no respect, he didn't say respect in his opening statement, which is very weird. It's, I believe it's a first in his career here at East Carolina. And the um, the video I captured yesterday as they were heading to the locker room, I have not seen that type of Mike Schwartz since he's been here. Mike Schwartz was fired up for that win last night. He was fired up to see those fans as he was making his way from the court to the locker room. I mean, it was just so obvious that he wanted that so bad And um, to be down like the Pirates were last night and to rally in the second half and to get that win by eight points, uh, it really kind of put a spark into this program, I think, especially after a very, very bad loss to George Mason on Saturday.
3: I don't want to make something out of nothing, something that's not there, because Mike Schwartz did say, we wanted this one because we got our tails kicked on Saturday. So you want to bounce back. But there was something from last year that rubbed him that lingered. and this team the wrong way. You're exactly right, Dolores. It did linger.
0: Let it linger. Why
3: were you holding his
0: hand? Her hand. Let it
6: linger.
3: Uh, Caleb LeCount said as much after the game. Shirley, can we hear Caleb LeCount's comments?
6: Last year, they uh, we not know
7: punks, but they punked us. And all 50-50 balls, offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds. We went in their place. It was very, a very hostile environment. So I think that probably shook us up a little bit. But it was a lot, of, uh, a lot of this, a lot of talking last year. So we was just waiting for this game. And you see how the outcome came. We didn't do too much talking. We just <laughs> went out
0: there and handled business.
3: Handle business. Because we not know punks.
0: We not no punks. We,
3: we not no punks. I if I'm not wearing a We Not No punks next Saturday of t shirt, then I might as well this not even be a alive.
0: This could be like uh, the bunch of jerks that the hurricanes. <laughs> yes, that the hurricanes kind of took advantage of and sold a bunch of those t shirts. Literally made it a part of their like mantra, part of their like their slogan.
3: This is our rallying cry, and we, we need we that attitude when you go on the road. Look, we got, we were punks on Saturday. We got punked. We got to go on the road and say we not know punks. We were we punks. We not no punks.
0: We were punks on Saturday, and we were punks in Wilmington last year. Yeah. You know when we weren't punks? Last night. We not know punks. We not know punks. We not know punks. We not know punks.
3: Punks. Bobby Pettifer wasn't even here for the game last year. But somebody told Bobby P. And Bobby P said, you know what? I got your back. Cause I'm not I not no punk. I'm not no punk. Let's hear what Bobby P had to say after his season high with the Pirates.
6: Coach made sure, you know, we felt it from the jump, you know, you know, we watched last year's game and that kinda added some fuel to the fire. And then just having a crowd and that type of environment just got us going. felt like we was playing, you know, at advantage, six on five out there, especially on defense, so it was good. Um, you know, I just could tell. You know, Coach walked in this morning with the. Uh, he had his AirPods in. You know, his foot starts shaking itself when he get all excited and stuff like that. So I knew, I knew how he felt. You know, he wanted that game bad. So, you know, we just played for him. You know, it was a lot. Of, you know, kind of talk and disrespect last year. So, I just wanted to settle that. That was all.
3: Consider it settled. This case settled. Pirates beating UNCW. Case closed. Seahawks helped out last night. They missed a ton of threes uh, and pretty good
0: looks. They were zero eleven to start. Uh, they were they were zero and eleven at one point last night. Oh for and eleven. It, it, what was I saying?
3: Oh and I mean
0: oh, oh for eleven. Yeah. Number thirty for them. I felt like was going to just keep throwing up threes until he made one. The game
3: really did. changed when they stopped going through Shaquem Phillips and just started giving that uh, chunky lefty the ball and said here go to work and boy did he no he did (laughs) he went to work and he helped us out quite a bit last night uh cameron says print out some we not know punk shirts and sell them all right look we got to get our people on this man
0: well we got to get them out quick because we play south carolina coming up uh next saturday
3: we need to we play a game monday let's get them out by then
0: i mean i could see let's get them to have warm-up shirts (laughs) <laughs> we not we not know
3: punks we not know punks that is the mindset we you, not got, no punks. you gotta have cameron says i respect anyone from compton usa exactly
0: by the way if this is cameron yarborough who was a part of that student section last night shout out to the student section yeah great uh great crowd down there
3: what did they add last night that hadn't been there previously
0: what did they add yeah
3: what was different about the uh Minji's maniacs um, did you pick up on that no a foreign object something brought into the building still no no will ferrell no i don't know who's the uh actor shirley um uh christopher walken uh cowbell
0: there you go they had they had more cowbell
5: we need more cowbell
0: and they had more cowbell cowbell last night in mengees I thought it was a good addition. It
3: wasn't overdone. It was, you know, defense cowbell, defense cowbell. <laughs> it was, uh, it was used appropriately. So
0: I, cowbell was used appropriately. I appreciated it, but they were loud and consistently into the game. You know why?
3: They not no punks.
0: Not no punks, and they got cowbells
3: fun night in Minji's last night i said this to young delaney yesterday who by the way did a great
0: job uh all those great videos you saw during the game speaking of the student section all the videos that we have on our social media platforms that capture those moments in the student section in turn delaney got those videos so shout out to her
3: which allowed chandler to hang out with me and give some cool fives
0: and get awesome video of you uh oh man harassing ken wallington
3: i gotta i gotta play that
5: that was fantastic. I love that.
3: I got to play, uh, which is, part of it is visual. I'm not going to play. I don't have to play the laughing part. But calling Ken as uh, time was dwindling down and he knew all was lost and being able to uh, deliver an announcement to him was, uh, was fantastic. Let's see. Here I am calling him. You see him answering his phone. Hey, kid. Your team sucks. <laughs> that's why I love sports. That's, uh, to that's- tell a guy who went to that school that just got beat by the school I attended that his team sucks
0: while he's uh, literally a section away from you. And you could see him answering his phone and looking our way, and then you tell him that his team sucks.
5: The best part is you zooming in and just the look of utter disgust on his face. Shut. It was outstanding camera work.
3: Shout out to Chandler. Being Great able camera to, work. Yeah, that being you- able
5: to zoom in, seeing just the look of sadness on Ken's face, and then the absolute glee... That was all over Clips face, and then just going back and forth. And then, of course, it, you know, uh, culminating with the phone call, I thought was fantastic.
3: And I was telling Delaney yesterday that that was her first ECU basketball game. Sad, but true.
0: And I get it. Uh, we got to. She told me that that was her first time in Minji's since her freshman orientation
3: yeah and and i get it i mean she's a not a huge sports fan to start with but b ecu basketball is not a cool thing to do but it's got to become a cool thing to do and what i said was she had some friends going i said hopefully they have fun tonight they see a win they get kind of wrapped up in the Minji's magic and they want to return am i boring you no okay You just yawned in my face and the microphone, so I didn't know if I was
0: making you sleepy. It's a great, great story.
3: (laughs) I felt like I was really pouring out my heart. No, you
0: are, and you're doing a great job. Let's
3: hear it. Hopefully that's contagious. More fans come.
0: I said more fans come to the game! Uh Uh-huh. Right.
3: And they have fun out there. Jamie said, well, Ken, show up next week. Uh, that's a good question. I thought about that. I hope that me being obnoxious will not ruin the Ken Watlington segment every Wednesday. But he sent me a few gifts of some stupid bird looking thing before that.
0: Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh he did. oh, he did. Oh, he did. Oh, no, he didn't.
3: You know what I told him? We not no punks. Oh We not no punks. He tried to punk me.
0: Like when they were, you're telling me when they were up like double digits and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he messed up there. Yeah. Oh, that's all on him, man. Thank you. Yeah, uh-uh. I'm not feeling bad for Ken Wallington. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm going I'm to lie. I was sitting there videoing that yesterday, and I'm sitting there going, man, Ken's a good friend. I hate to be doing this. But if I would have known that, I would have said, let's do this. Let's do three or four more videos of us making fun of him. How dare he do that? By the way, Cameron on YouTube says, and this is a good point, he said that he loved the videos that Delaney took of the students. Hopefully students will see that, and it will lead to more students coming to games as well. Great point, and let's keep it going. Good point. Great point.
3: Chad said, should they be saying clamp down? Chad, get this through your thick skull. hmm Clamp down, Clamp down is for
0: Kim McNeil and the ECU Women's Basketball Pirates. See, I hate that people get confused with that. I know. Clamp I Down is for Women's Basketball. I don't get life. why that is confusing to people.
5: We we have we have rallying cries for each team. Clamp Down is for women. We're not no punks. It's for the men. Very simple.
3: Please, Lord, make it God's plan to bring us an offense. It's for football.
0: Uh, by the way. Actually, football, is all about shocks. Speaking <laughs> of football and shocks. Shocks. Uh, we do have a name to add to the transfer portal list. And we
3: will add that name when we return and wrap up hour one of Pirate Radio Live here. That's what you call a teaser. Oh, I really wanted to get to the good part of this song, so I need to keep talking.
5: Where, where, how far into it?
0: Which, hey, uh, about a minute. What have you got um, going on this weekend? Man, you know what? I'll tell you what I'm not doing. The
3: Bud Light pregame tailgate and the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter Collins show, so I'll hang out with my
0: family. No, ECU basketball this weekend. They'll have their next game coming up on Monday at 4 o'clock against Maryland Eastern Shore.
5: Don't forget, ECU volleyball starts uh, their postseason it's run 6 tonight. 6 o'clock.
0: What are, you, are you going home? Uh, tomorrow. Okay. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. going to go to my dad's uh, bar and watch some championship football.
3: I might see if Lily wants to, uh... If he see wins tonight, go to the volleyball game. And show my pirate pride. And show
0: your pirate pride.
3: I wanna get my fat ass in one of them nice purple chairs, Hey, don't
0: don't call yourself that man.
3: How would you describe my butt?
0: A husky.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I wanna get my husky wrong.
5: You're big
0: bone down there.
3: I hadn't felt my cheeks on one of them nice purple seats they got Got in there. Got a
5: little junk in the (laughs) trunk.
3: I'll tell you what, you will be Actually, sitting. I've got an issue. I've got a big old belly and a little old hiney.
0: I guess where your fat ass will be sitting. Oh, here's the good part. Now we gets stop. <laughs> Turn it
3: up. My hands are tied. We'll take a break, come back, have more for you. Boy, I'm glad we were able to stop that conversation. Back with you after this.
1: when you can be a pirate. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Hey, Pirate fans, did you know that there are thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call one 800 ecu and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, wrapping up hour number one. Where's Tony? Look it Tony. And amongst all the... Boy, this will really kill the momentum of today's show. Jamie wants to know, where do we stand in our fantasy leagues with playoffs approaching? Nobody cares about this, Jamie, but I lost by not even a fraction of a point, like two decimal places two weeks ago. And last week, I lost by one. So in my main league, I'm now six and six, a very frustrating six and six. Uh, but I am in six. So right now, if the playoffs started today, I would be in. In my old sports bar league, I am currently. In a playoff spot, sitting at seven and five, I'm in fourth, and I did best ball for the first time this year in that league. I am losing a lot of games. I've lost three in a row, sitting at six and six in fourth place. So as of right now, I would make the playoffs in all leagues, but that could change very fast depending on what happens these next few weeks. Where are uh, where's Long John Silvers looking right now? I am
0: currently in seventh place. Ooh, six teams made the playoffs. Uh, yeah, six and six. I have lost uh, three or four in a row now, and um, that is to a lack of execution on my part with the roster not being engaged in trades, and that's because I this is the point where I get to where I'm like I don't care about fantasy.
3: Well, now you need to get all in with the Panther sucking. You need this to be what you focus on on Sundays.
0: Yeah, so speaking of making changes, Buffalo Bills' defense is out this week. I did pick up Tampa Bay's defense because they played the Panthers this week. Good pickup. So, and I made that choice because I am well aware of this Panthers' offense, and I'm uh, hopefully going to be making it to 7-6 and six with the help of the Tampa Bay defense because I do have Matthew Stafford. I was able to pick up Matthew Stafford, and he's been pretty good since I picked him up. Um. The only reason I'm projected to win right now, I believe, or to win by a big margin is because my opponent does not have Jalen Hurts in. Let me just, let me quit talking. All
6: right, talk. Go ahead and talk. Joey, how about you? Uh, I'm eliminated from the playoffs, essentially. I'm five and seven. Oh, you're in
3: that best ball league and you lost quarterbacks, right?
6: Yeah, Daniel. I lost both my quarterbacks in that league. So yeah. That was just a great one.
3: If you play best ball, there are no roster changes throughout the year, and you draft two or three quarterbacks. Joey drafted two, and guess what? They're both hurt. Is one of them Joe Burrow? Tony, you can come in. If no, you
6: never. Uh, Anthony Richardson and Deshaun Watson. Uh, right now, my first, the first nine teams are all tied for fifth. We got five fifth. teams tied for fifth right now,
3: yeah. and I'm in tenth. Uh, now Jamie's asking this question for one reason he wants us to ask him how his team's doing should we ask him
6: no don't it, give him that satisfaction
3: alright Joey says no Chandler what do you say No. Nah. well I am a good guy and I want to know Jamie how's your team doing hey Tony hello we need to take a break fun hour number one. Oh, by the way we owe you a portal entry Chandler what pirate is entering the transfer portal? Uh, Jamari Young. Wait, we lost Omari and Jamari in the same day? Yep. Jamari and Omari in the portal. Was this part of God's plan or was this his plan?
0: Uh, Let me check. <laughs> God's oh, plan. God's plan. God's plan. He, he, God's he was plan. a linebacker. So okay. put him as a linebacker.
3: I was going to say I'm not familiar with Jamari Young. He
7: joins the list next year we should do like a big a square game squares transfer portal squares how would you play it because I'm down for playing a game
3: like we would minutes. buy
7: the, the name we put names of all the people oh and then we would pick buy Maybe like, you, you, you randomly
3: pick the names yeah okay and if your square hits. Yeah. Hey, you can turn anything into gambling. I,
7: and we might have found a new one. Let's go. Do, let's gamble on the break.
3: All right. When we return, we'll get Tony's thoughts. He said, gosh, two weeks ago that Reich was one and done, and he didn't even get through the one. Mm. Uh, so Tony saw this one coming. We'll talk about the big moves the Panthers made and pick the games. Joey has the updated standings. And Joey, young Joey, is in the lead. We'll make our picks, talk NFL, also reset, talk about ECU's new offensive coordinator when we return after this. this is
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
5: Well, welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is Down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. Stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips, or everyone's favorite, the, shri- uh, excuse me, the fried shrimp plate. After work, Down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join Down on Main every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street, in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All
3: right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Shirley, <clears throat> can you cut this music real quick, and I'm going to play it right over again. Because uh, Saturday night, CM Punk returned to the WWE, and I love a good crowd pop. And we got one at the end of Survivor Series, because this really was out of nowhere and surprised everybody. And I'll see if it translates to the... Uh, I'll play it this song. Oh, man. Love a good crowd pop. <clears throat> so CM Punk's Cult of Personality hits. And then he walks out. Crowd goes wild. Love those moments. Tony Dunn, I have a question for you. Fire away, sir. Why do you love sports?
7: I don't know. Really? at this point i have no idea <laughs> i was actually thinking about this today is why the heck do i do this do you love sports uh i think so i'll say this growing up you know we were i've
3: known you almost my whole life you were not like a huge sports guy
7: just different sports yeah yeah true uh,
3: like hockey like why is who likes hockey in the, in green in Winterboro, yeah. North Carolina? I know, I know. i is <laughs> um, it? But you were not like a big <laughs> like. You didn't start liking the Panthers until later in life. Until about well later in life, yeah, saying, oh, eighteen yeah. or whatever, yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, crazy. I waited. So <laughs> you were long. such an old man. <laughs> um,
7: but no, then you you got into I was it. was a you... baseball kid, as a as a kid, you know. I mean, I was a Cubs guy throughout the eighties and the nineties, and Harry Carey, yeah, um, Ryan Sandberg, Mark Grace, the the whole deal. Sean Dunstan, Shawan Dunstan, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, why do I love sports? i'm i i do not know i guess it's uh something that we can make meaningful that doesn't mean anything i think is kind of nice is like hey i can care about something and then if i don't want to like i mean really the Panthers stinking only ruins my life like because i choose to let it
3: true yeah i yeah. feel that same way too i also i don't know when i had that first realization and luckily it didn't really change my love that much but one day I realized like I'm sitting here going nuts and loving these players and like they don't know me or care about me at all. None. Zero. Zero. <laughs> and <clears throat> that uh, <clears throat> that was a real now I'm really choked up. Yeah, yeah it's, That it's was a, a realization I had at, at one point but you know what? Still love it. Still, still watch it. Still
7: you know just engross my life with it. Whatever. It's, uh, we're in a tough time of loving it. No doubt. You know, and I haven't been through this kind of drought with my team. This is the longest drought with my team since I started following them. Oh, you've
3: had bad years, but this is
7: multiple years of badness. We've never gone. I mean, I think I started following the Panthers when Pep went there. The following year, they go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you're like, hey, I'm on board with this. Then they are relevant uh, for the next three years then uh you know i mean even to oh eight actually so they went five a five-year stretch where they just uh were a competitive team throughout after that nfc championship one time too and lost that some Uh,
3: lean times but then the cam era yeah and those were fun days and ron would always have you like in the mix pretty much
7: ron did something special for me and that is gave me last minute hope in that season that we could then use as a springboard for future hope.
3: So now you've been in a situation where you've kind of come on late in the end. So yeah. you think, hey, we can oh. do, we've done this before.
7: Yeah, and then you're so like, what is we Matt can build Ruhle- off of that next year. You know, this- So Ron that- gave you that. What did Matt Rule and Frank Wright give you? <laughs> they really started to question if I like sports. <laughs> That's what they gave me. Yeah,
0: The first thing, I mean, I started liking the Panthers – which was, uh, was Ron Rivera and Cam Newton's first year, and we saw ups and downs of success. With Matt Rule, it was consistent losing, which I'd never seen before. I've right. seen ups and downs. I've seen losing yep. with Ron Rivera, but at the same time, I've seen going to the playoffs, going to a Super Bowl. Sure. With Matt Damn. Rule, the past five, six years, it's been consistent losing. So it's just been, you know, it, I, I question myself sometimes, why do I do this each week? Why do I put on a Luke Keekly jersey every single Sunday? And it's because you have, I guess, it's something, you, for for years it's been something I look forward to every single Sunday. Sure. And even though we stink and we kind of expect to lose each week, it's still something you look forward to.
7: I didn't ever expect to lose each week. Now, I mean, I don't. I do now. Yeah. Like, 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 now I feel like any not. type of success is just accidental. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I mean, I just... Were we supposed I don't to do even, this today? <laughs> I don't even get upset when bad stuff happens. I'm like, oh, Hey, welcome to that's the That's just what I expected to happen. Yep. It's almost like when they make a good play, I'm like, holy cow, what is this?
0: And that's when it gets sad. When it gets to that point in your fandom and, and cheering on your, 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 your team.
3: Y'all are like talking... I feel like this is me 10, 15 years ago. The acceptance phase. You're starting to accept it. Uh, Eric, get out of here. He said David Tepper is by far way worse of an owner than Daniel Snyder.
0: No. no you got to stack Daniel, decades on decades. Get out of here with this crap. Daniel Snyder has, what, 20 some twenty years on David Tepper when it we, comes to the, the consistency of... You know, running a franchise into the ground. Daniel Snyder hired Jim Zorn to be an offensive coordinator of a
3: team before he had a head coach. Couldn't find a head coach and just said, hey, you can be the head coach. Has Tepper done anything like that? No. Until he does, shut up, Eric. He has fired five head coaches in four years. I'm aware. When, how many did Snyder fire? Marty shot and fire. Steve Firer. Jim Fire, Jay F- Frieden. Who did I miss? Fruden. Mike Firehan. Anybody else in there? I feel like there's probably one. Rod <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: That's n- coming soon. Yeah. Rod Raffira.
3: Which that would be uh, <laughs> the new owner firing his ass, but either way. All right. Um, well, that was uh, yeah. uplifting. This is a why we love sports day.
0: Um, did, uh, let me ask you this, Tony. On Sunday, did you have the same notion that I had? I remember telling somebody on Sunday, I think this is the straw that breaks the camel's back. I think that was it for Frank Reich on Sunday. I just, I had a feeling.
7: North Turner. Forgot about him. I had a feeling like that moment was just any second away for weeks at this point, you know, is I think the I think the Dallas game is I could understand because like you're supposed to get beat up. But we just don't look competitive at all, uh, in any area. And that's and that's just been the problem here. So I wasn't look, I don't I get upset with the people that are all on Tepper's butt for being impatient, but those are the same people that are calling for Frank Reich to be fired. Pick a lane. Yeah. And so I think Look, is I think there's just as much reason to fire Frank Reich if I think there's more reason to fire Frank Reich than to bank on the idea that patience into next season would be a good idea.
3: So, like I said, two weeks ago, you said Frank Reich is a one and done coach, yeah. So, you I don't remember asking if I asked you would it happen in season or after, but either way. You're not shocked at that's all. That's the it.
7: real question. I was. I'm interested. If like so, David Tepper had a um, controversial, a second controversial uh, press conference this week. Last year, he lost it uh, and got lost his temper. He had a temper, t- a temper tantrum David, last year David at, when he, yeah, <laughs> when he fired Matt Rule and he dressed down Scott Fowler. This is two years in a row. Scott Fowler's come out with a piece the following day that's like. This is why, you know, he's like a hit piece on David Tepper. This one, though, was because David Tepper's press conference was 14 minutes long. The last four minutes were in a question he didn't want to field when he was walking off the stage, period. He got up there, and his opening remarks were this. He pulled out a piece of paper. This was awesome to me. He pulled out a piece of paper like it was a prepared statement. And he said, the season is not what we've wanted it to be. We decided to move on from Frank Reich and uh, some ancillary coaches. I just like to say these are good guys. <laughs> I'll take it for questions, and it was just like so. Uh, the media got really pissed Dude. that, that they they just that he didn't answer questions and he well, didn't. Chandler said
0: that he basically
7: like blackballed some guy.
3: Yeah, they at least him. that. Like yeah, David
0: Newton, Joe Person, <clears throat> Sheena Quick, obviously Scott Fowler. All those guys took to Twitter the other day. Yeah, they're upset. Of uh, their displeasure. And I want to say. Welcome to
7: our lane, bro. I
0: know. You're like, the beat writers are finally like one of us. Now. Yeah,
7: yeah. Take that, man. We've been trying to get you for an interview, whatever, to yeah. Joe Person. And, and this is, and I've been the one raising my hand to talk to you. And I, you guys ain't looking at me.
0: And I don't know. It's like, uh, I guess some people said that it was kind of like, um, I don't know, David Tepper. I don't know who's up there like saying, all right, let's go to David Newton with ESPN like but he's
7: got some handlers uh,
0: he's got handlers that were obviously not choosing the likes of Scott Fowler
7: he was not interested in making this a long discussion I think it would have been better to pull a Jerry Richardson in this moment and just release a press statement and not have the press conference at all that's what basically you just did
0: then you're going to get flack for not having one
7: but now you look like I mean now you're getting flack for not wanting to have it in the first place um
3: Is there anyone out there that can check an NFL owner? Like, Jim Ursay. You could try to do a. uh, Jim
7: Ursay, he forced your guy out.
3: So, yeah. uh, So, another owner can do it. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if you do, you could stage a walkout or whatever, but still the opposing team's fans will show up. People are going to show up the game. Yeah,
7: especially when Jerry Richardson changed the game with PSLs, dude. Yes. Like, I mean, so people will be like, oh, stop going to the games. Don't worry. It's sold out. Been paid for. Been paid for. (laughs) Yeah,
3: That's my point. Like, he is the big boss with the big balls. Yeah. he can do whatever he wants
7: just Yeah, now. it's just true. I mean, that's what happens when you're worth 24 billion dollars. My question to him would have been a very simple one and I think one that could have been answered without having to be like getting upset or going too far. It's just why did you choose in season? To yeah, let go of Frank Reich rather than at the end of the season, and that's yeah. just clearly like, is this supposed to jumpstart this? I would have my follow-up question to that would have been, is this truly to make me consider picking the Panthers on Pirate Radio because <laughs> interim coaches have a that they, they have that rally factor. <laughs> God, I don't want you can't do this to me, David Tepper. You should have waited the end of the season.
3: I mean, uh, that's a good segue. Go ahead, channel.
0: Um, I guess the question they were wanting to get out to him as he was walking off it was kind of like those these press briefings you see at the White House when you know the president or the uh, you know, the press secretary kind of walks off and the, the whole crowd of media is yelling and raising their hand is that they wanted to know an answer on Scott fitter and his future. yeah, and I, I guess he just refused to answer that question.
7: I uh what I think is that this press conference shows is ultimately the central problem and that is the structure you know the hierarchy that is built within the Panthers organization is that if David Tepper doesn't like fielding this type of questions he doesn't like doing this
0: why well, have one
7: why is Scott Fitter not the one holding the press conference that says, I chose to let go Frank Wright because he because? didn't. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he doesn't matter. <laughs> and so what I want to fix all of this is to have a GM that does matter. And he does all of the work. And when it comes down to the moment of like, hey, I think we got to move on from Frank Wright. Or I'm ready. to This is what I think we should do. That Tepper just gives the blessing. You know what I'm saying? That like he's just the like he's just running up to him. Yeah, yeah. and as if this he This is what does, we're gonna do. Yeah, and, right. and yes, you always get the final say because <clears> you're the 24 billionaire. But this is like the whole point is that that structure is the problem. So Richardson was
3: like that, right? Yes. Where he didn't have his hands in everything. The only right.
0: time you saw uh, Jerry Richardson was on Jimmy's Friday. On, was on <laughs> on that Jeans, face. Uh, or on Sundays <laughs> in his box or at the Christmas tree lighting outside of Bank of America Stadium uh, during Christmas time. That's the only time you ever <coughs> saw Jerry Richardson.
3: Yeah.
0: He he uh, he just kind of... was He owned the team and stepped away.
3: Hell, he was more hands-on with the NFL than his own team. He had that big NFL shield on the midfield logo. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. With being Hands hands-on. On. Well... Moving on, but uh, we got to make some picks. Sponsored Final by Gillette. <laughs> Final thoughts? No. You I was good? just
0: going to say, like,
3: what did you think of the interim guy firing Deuce Staley and McCown? What's up with that?
7: I I think it's typical sometimes for these types of moves to be made when an interim coach takes over. One, I think. Another is that Chris Tabor is was a holdover from the last. You know, he was a recent hire. Uh, or at the end of Matt Rule's tenure. He just had to have... I mean, he's just got the special teams unit rocking throughout the whole time. And I think Tabor is a guy that doesn't have any loyalty ties to these guys. And I think, ultimately, Deuce Staley and Josh McCam kind of are Frank Reich's guys. Gotcha. Yeah. And I don't think you would probably be worried about them undermining him, um, undermining him. But if you also think about it, <clears throat> is those coaches... Are the coaches of two units that have underperformed like crazy this year? Is Deuce Staley vouched for Miles Sanders? And Miles Sanders has been just terrible. And uh, Josh McCown, who's great about talking about film with Josh Norris uh, on underdog fantasy in the offseason, hasn't gotten the number one pick playing well. Yeah. So, I mean,. I don't know. It doesn't really, and I think we've been asking this question too. So it doesn't. I don't think I'm surprised like crazy. Is where the heck has Deuce Staley been at? I haven't seen him in any not press conferences. I don't. I don't think I need that. But like, where's him yelling and screaming and bringing that energy on the sideline? There's not been one camera pan to him all season. Not one like noteworthy. Story about him or anecdote, so uh, he's just been missing. Joey, any thoughts uh, you want to get in before we take a break? Uh,
6: no, I just thought I found it interesting because, as well as the, that decision with firing Staley and McCown, it was also a mutual decision between Tabor and Jim Caldwell. <laughs> this is uh, what I
7: love. I got my. I finally got my coach. <laughs> so where is Caldwell?
3: Is
0: he out?
7: He's offensive analyst. Oh, now. so yeah, he's, he's yeah. like, And yeah. Thomas
0: Brown is the play caller who's... Yeah. Hey,
7: back again, huh? Yeah. I love some, uh, I love a some Jim Caldwell. Caldwell. I, know. I got finally got my black Frank Wright. Do you know, <laughs> um, or do you think that your guy, who's the guy? Tabor. Who's the guy you want
3: to change? Steve
0: Wilks.
7: Oh.
3: Is there Wilkes.
0: any
7: chance his name... No. That, that's no.
0: that's
6: done.
7: I don't think he would do it.
3: Right. I think
6: Wilkes is the type of guy, you had your chance, you didn't take it, I'm not going
7: back. Now, Mully's a Charlotte guy. And,
6: and I, said, I think Wilkes I would know
7: too this. I think Wilkes would know right away that it would actually be the same situation he was in situation. in Arizona, which is set up to be a one-and-done coach. He's already been through that crap. Trying to maybe a storyline that would make Panther fans... You know, throwing them a bone for five minutes until that didn't work out. No, I don't think. I think, I think it's John Harbaugh, man. Jim Harbaugh. Take Jim, this. Jim. Oh, take boy. this Damn with man. a grain of salt you I've been talking. Tony. No, I've been I've been doing this all week because clip because I well, as soon as Tabor was named. Uh, interim, I was like, "Oh, could he be the next John Harbaugh?" Because he's a special, special teams, teams guy. Yeah. I told Chandler, so I was so nervous coming in here to say this right now, and I bumbled it. And you
3: fumbled, yeah. I told Chandler, "Hey, we," because uh, Chandler said, "Man, we failed with the defensive guy." Failed with an offensive guy. I said, hey, you need to go the John Harbaugh route.
7: Or uh, uh, what's the guy that he used to be? I've asked this 10 times in my podcast, and every time they tell me the name, too, and I forget it right away, is Giants. Former Giants coach. Won Super Bowls. He was a special teams coach. Coughlin? Nope. The one...
0: Well, Joe Judge went there to be a special Was it Tom
7: Coughlin they won the Super Bowls with? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think of somebody else that he was. Joe Judge went from the
3: Patriots to the Giants and was an absolute joke and said his organization wasn't a clown show, and they were. Uh, Shirley, take us to break. We'll come back. We got to make some picks. Young Joey in the lead. So he will. Jim Fossil. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, we are making the playoffs. We are making the playoffs. We're going to win these games. Uh, We'll take a break, come back. He, I guess, took them to the Super Bowl when they got crushed by the Ravens. Uh, Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Friday after this.
1: Listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now back to the show.
5: All right, welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. Shop online anytime at piratewear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. And Bud Light reminds pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates, and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: All right. We got to focus up. We got a lot to talk about today. So I'm already like behind on a Brian North interview. Maybe we can fit it all in in a 5 All right. Hour. I'll see you later, Tony. <laughs> Before you go, though, I got a few questions to ask you. By the way, there's a lot of buys this week. So good luck uh, with your fantasy team. Bye. Bye.
5: Bye, Felicia.
3: Um, And it's my Super Bowl, my commanders versus Shirley's Dolphins. That should go well. Uh, but we will start by saying young Joey has captured the lead. Oh, Joey, you had a new rule you wanted to implement.
6: I did. I wanted uh, to do like a bogey game this week. So in the order of last to first, you get to choose a game that you are certain of, you know, like your game of the week. And if it hits, you get a plus two. If it doesn't, you get minus two. I have one
3: issue with that. What's that? Danny Bill's not here. That's on him. Okay. <laughs> um I,
6: I'll, I'll text him and he'll give me his. So to explain the rules, Chandler,
3: you are in last place. You get to pick any game he wants. He, yeah, he gets the whole
6: slate, and then we can't pick what
3: he's picked. And and you get a two pointer if you get that game right. So we can go along with our picks and and, yeah, and then Danny go we'll just back into pick out of the ones that are and i'll put a star by it yeah and then we'll we'll do it that way all right we'll start with colts at titans jamie's colts versus chad's titans um it's starting to get to what are they playing for season and the colts are still playing for something um i'm (laughs) sick of picking the titans they've
7: been good at home though the titans i
0: know four and
7: one damn i'm still taking the colts me too titans I'm guessing
3: we don't have uh, DB's picks yet. No. Okay. No, no, no. All right, uh, Chandler.
0: I'm going to go Titans.
3: You are a Titans. You've picked them every week, uh, but, and I respect it. Tony, you said Colts. Yeah. All right. Chargers at Pats. Now, I –
7: God. Do you know what's awesome about this is uh, somebody was doing uh, one of the pick at AJ's, and they were talking about this game. I said, oh, it's the Chargers, man. It's got to be. And then I wait. Wait a second. The Chargers don't win either.
3: I hate the Chargers. I don't want to pick the Chargers. I am. But I'll, pick them. I'll pick them in this game.
0: Give it the Chargers.
3: I can't stand Hell, the Chargers. they're
0: awful. Who? The Chargers. So is the Patriots.
7: Yeah, Keenan Allen, though, questionable. They stink.
0: Joey Bosa out. Nick Bosa, I meant.
3: We interrupt these picks because right now, Parker Bird is at Shimmer on Greenville Boulevard signing autographs, and his new shirts, his shirts are available for sale, 25 bucks in adult and youth sizes, and Ellerby is there on the scene, and uh, will tell us what's going on. What's up, Ellerby?
9: What's up, Clipper? Got a lot of Christmas shoppers here at Shimmer getting in the holiday spirit, and uh, Parker Bird playing the role of Santa Claus today, <laughs> selling some shirts and signing some autographs. Parker, uh, exciting day to be at
6: Shimmer Boutique. That's right. Yeah, we're having a great time down here on Greenville Boulevard. Uh, come by, see us, and we're having a great time.
9: The cool thing is, uh, Parker, by popular demand, youth shirts are available. So uh, we got a lot of kids in here. Uh, you've already signed a bunch of autographs in the first eight to ten minutes here at Shimmer, and uh, the shirts are flying off the shelf, so you're going to be here till 630 and I will sign autographs as long as the, the shirts are in stock, and uh, we'll reload if we have to, but it uh, should be a fun night.
6: That's right, yeah, uh, the new shirts are up, they look good, so come by and get one, uh, come by and see us.
9: What a great Christmas gift, so uh, have you been surprised that your, your shirt's been so popular? Uh, people, they've been flying off the shelves uh, every time we've done a promotion with you.
6: Yeah, I mean, that just shows Pirate Nation, uh, just, they're so elite, the, the fans here are amazing, so, uh, it's, it's been surprising, but nothing. New. Everybody wants
9: a Parker Bird shirt for Christmas, and you can get it at Shimmer Boutique. Uh, if you're listening out of town, you can uh, message them on Instagram or Facebook, and they can uh, get you one and ship it to you. And uh, Parker, uh, everybody wants a Parker Bird shirt. But what does Parker Bird want for Christmas?
6: Um, what is, uh, let's see. I want clothes. Well, air, air clothes are good for everybody. So clothes and shoes uh clip <laughs> likes to wear a uh,
9: sleeveless shirts now uh do, do you would you like a sleeveless shirt for christmas
6: uh, I'll, I'll let clip have that one but uh hopefully actually i want uh washington commander's rebuild
3: <laughs> yes i'm with him there
9: <laughs> you got Clip excited with that. I, hear, I hear him screaming in the studio so maybe we'll get matching uh commander shirts for you sure. but uh it's a lot of fun uh clip we're out here at shimmer boutique i'm holding up the line so uh we're going to get back at it, so uh, send people by just right behind the Starbucks here on uh, Greenville Boulevard. Uh, Parker Bird here until 630. Uh, youth and adult shirts available, and uh, come on out. Now, once again, if you live out of town, just Instagram or Facebook, Shimmer, and they can, uh, they can get you a Parker Bird shirt or anything else they have in their store. They have a great selection of uh, Yeti and all sorts of other apparel, so men, women, and children, uh, Shimmer, a great place to shop for the holidays
3: all right uh man those parker bird shirts very popular and folks will be excited to know they now have an opportunity to get them and get a parker bird autograph right there at shimmer on greenville boulevard and yes i echo um i'll add that to my christmas list as well commander's rebuild well said parker bird all right back to the picks let's go lions at saints what happened to the lions on thanksgiving
0: jordan love elevated and showed that he can be a good quarterback in this league. I'm going to say that. the
3: Lions bounce back. Since we've last talked, to Did they have
7: a comeback win the week before against the Chargers?
3: It was against somebody at home, yeah. I don't remember who it was against. Um, since we've last talked, the Falcons all of a sudden have new life in the South. Of course, every team could if— the Panthers showed up this year, but that's the way that division is.
6: Hey, we're still not eliminated.
3: I know. Continue. Chandler came in here talking about that on Monday. Super blah blah. I'm taking the Lions at New Orleans.
7: Same. Yeah, Lions. I screwed up last week and thought that I was good. Jameis was gonna give me the edge over the Falcons. That me haven't. too. He
0: was too busy singing Ludacris. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I
7: mean, when Ludacris is singing, dropping from the
3: ceiling, you gotta join in. Uh Chandler, make a pick. <sighs> Give me this thing. Mm. Falcons at
7: Jets. At like that. Aaron Rodgers is what? He is uh cl- not cleared for football activities, I think. Not but, yet. But he's running around and throwing the football. Okay. Or jogging around. Uh um, with his I mean, what has he got? Like a pig tendon tendon in there or something? They whatever this surgery, this like uh experimental surgery is if it works dude everybody's gonna get that man. I've yeah. seen
0: the conspiracy theories of like he never tore his Achilles and that he was just trying to he left oh. to
6: go do some more ayahuasca
7: but nah that's it, not true I saw you, that Achilles you, get to you one.
0: saw the calf pop
7: CGI oh deep fake yeah AI <laughs> I'm taking the
3: Jets at home over the Falcons why don't ask me why just make a pick
6: Falcons on the road Jets
7: who the heck is their quarterback?
6: Jets. Yeah. Tim Boyle. Boyle. They came Boyle. With Boyle. Boyle rules. Poor Zach Wilson.
7: Poor Zach Wilson. I mean, I like I don't think he's been that offensive line is terrible, dude. Like, why is it he that he is the problem with that? I mean, I don't think anybody could throw behind that offensive line.
0: He's, I also, wish I could, he's also shown that he's not a good quarterback. I wish I could okay. cuss
3: on the show. Why? So I could say, he effing sucks. (laughs) He's not good. (laughs) Um, You better be thankful for him, because I saw Bryce Young's quarterback rating is second worst uh, amongst all quarterbacks, and Zach Wilson was the
7: worst. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Tony Dunn on location at (laughs) CarolinaCatchronicles.com. If you are shopping for your Christmas stuff, go to com and get a You Make Me Effing Sick t-shirt. Are those available? Yeah. All right, good. Who's your pick in this game? Uh, the Atlanta Falcons okay Cardinals
6: at Steelers Super Bowl
3: rematch give me Steelers by three I think every game they play is within three I'm
6: gonna take the Cardinals Ooh, where's it at
0: in Pittsburgh
3: this is a Super Bowl rematch um of a great catch by Santonio Holmes and a great effort and great game by Larry Fitzgerald. That was a great Super Bowl
0: and James Harrison returned yes. the interception. Man,
3: that was a great. I'm going to take
7: the Steelers. Kenny Pickett surging late in the season to make everybody kind of like, uh, what do we do? I think he also stinks.
0: Is Clayton Trash. Tune at quarterback for the Cardinals? Uh, no, I think it's Kyler. Kyler Murray. Right? Yeah,
3: for like two weeks now. Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> who you got? Cardinals. Yeah, who you got? Steelers all right Dolphins at Manders Dolphins Jack Del Rio gone Ron Rivera soon to join him is, is Ron really
7: calling the defense I don't know I don't
6: care go Dolphins
7: that's like my most confident game there <laughs>
3: <laughs> Chandler will you say something Dolphins. say a word Dolphins what are you doing over there Wait for it to be my turn. When you hear silence and us three have picked, that should tip you off. This guy. <sighs> Say it word, make a pick.
7: He dead. Dolphins.
3: <laughs> All right, you go first this game so we can go ahead and do this. Broncos at Texans. Oh, my God, this is a great game. Let's take a break. We're saving this game. This is the game of the week. Do you want me to pick? It's... Nope. I want you to wait. Oh. <laughs>
8: Be quiet. Hey. Don't say a word. Don't no, say no.
0: a word.
8: <laughs> pick.
0: pick, Let's take a break. Let's, let's take a break. Let's go to break. We'll have Chandler's pick right after this. Mother, tell your children
8: not to look my way. Tell your children not to hear my words. What they you want to say. Mother,
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency for maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk. Town's insurance advisors. Offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All
3: right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Friday. we got to get through the remainder of these picks. Boy, did not have this one on the good game bingo card a month ago. Texans. <laughs> Texans. <laughs> I like your style, Chandler. I like your style. Broncos at Texans. I told you a few weeks ago the Broncos will be surging. Gosh, they went five in a row. I think it's—is it that many?
0: Make your pick. Make (laughs)
3: make
0: your pick. Y'all quit talking and make your pick. Talk We got eight minutes left until five o'clock.
3: I I, I look. I like this bit. You're talking, but it's different. It is different because you were just sitting there in silence, yawning. So you see how it's different. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Broncos because I'm gonna practice what I preach. Tony, <sighs> you got to stick with your boy. You were a little bit ahead of the CJ Stroud curve. All right, as far I'll as stick MVP with the
7: Texans. Broncos are playing well right now, though.
3: Yeah, pick them, uh, Joey. I said Texans. All right, Panthers at Bucks. Bucks.
0: <sighs> Panthers. Wow. I would choose the Panthers if they were at home.
7: Tony, interim coach. I'm going Panthers, baby. I learned my lesson last time. I'm going Bucks. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. Uh, it doesn't work in all cases.
3: Browns at Rams. Browns. Browns are fading. Yeah, Rams. I'll take the Rams. Browns. All right and they got who at quarterback didn't pj
7: play last DTR. no, no uh, remember that kid had the bloody lip went dtr uh, went out
6: he's questionable i didn't know if he was back.
7: why did he get a concussion i saw him with a bloody lip at one point
6: yeah he got it he takes a lot of late hits mm. all right oh, he must
7: be black game oh what that's what they let they allow that for black quarterbacks oh is this the cam newton thing? yeah Okay, I didn't
3: know what was going on for a second there. 49ers (laughs) at Eagles, game of the
0: day. Eagles. Eagles are a home dog. You got to be kidding me. Give me the Eagles.
7: Are they really? Three points. Yes, which is bizarre. I want the Eagles too. I would have picked them as a favorite. Now I'm mad that they're underdogs. Come on. what is? I love this. Give me the 49ers. Hell yeah, give me the 49ers. Why, why? This, clip. this
3: line is telling you to take the 49ers. It's telling you what to it? do. I know. While well, you're not listening.
7: <laughs> Y'all refuse to listen.
3: Niners. Why I, could
7: it even be like this? Why has it gotta be like that? I don't Why know. how? I mean, what have the what have the
6: Eagles done to even deserve this? That's a great question. They're ten and one. It's just one of those things you don't question. You just I question I this. You listen. You use your eyes and listen. Jalen
7: Hurts. Awesome, Brock Purdy. Okay, it's good. Okay, Uh, they are not a. This is the two best. The 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 talent on the rosters is equal, equivalent. It's not like uh, San Francisco has a better roster and is underperforming.
3: Do they still? Do we still believe in the three points for a home team theory? Because nah. if so, you're saying the Niners are six points yeah. better. That I mean, it's kind of crazy,
0: but it's telling you to take the Niners. People in the chat are saying, "I'm telling
7: that. you, smart money's on Philly." People That's in, what I'm telling you. That's what this line tells me. Smart money on Philly.
0: People in the chat are saying Joe Flacco is the starting quarterback for the Browns.
7: Mm, the elite one. Uh, I can't. Ca- Cam Newton would have been perfect. Oh my God! Uh,
3: Chiefs at Packers. Chiefs. Chiefs. I'll take Chiefs bingles at jags uh that's not that interesting jags in jags how about the jags how about them that they're mediocre how
6: about them bangles uh,
3: garbage their record says otherwise i mean they're eight and three they just still aren't great though for i agree reason yeah. they're playing a bad schedule jags good win against houston last week that was a great game Yeah, it was. uh we're all taking the jags chandler your pick of the week
0: my pick of the week is going to be let me look at this hurry up speak hurry
6: up, dude, today buddy pissing
0: me off I'm going to go oh my god I can't stand you uh, the <laughs> Chiefs are the Packers
3: thank you sir I'm going to
7: put a little star by that or a little asterisk alright Tony pick of the week you go, go, Joe. Joey, do I gotta? Oh, it's gotta go in the order. No, uh, I mean, we can okay. pass. You, no, you'd like no, us to. because I'm gonna go. Uh, Dolphins commander. Mm. Yeah, that
3: makes a uh, lot of sense. Um, just to drop the boys on the table.
6: No, please don't.
3: I'm taking the 49ers. Oh. Man.
6: oh. I think Stinky
3: would pick of the as week. Of
6: the uh, I'm gonna go. This is, I hate this, but I have to.
3: Chargers, all right. There you go. We'll see. Uh, we'll get DB's picks and get his pick of the week as well, Tony. Um, so are you still rolling
7: through business as usual? Yeah, it's been t- you know, we had a good week though. I mean, we had a lot to talk about, but I tell you this is when I opened Twitter and people were talking about dang the draft. In week 11, I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be a long one.
0: What was the uh, reaction between the panel of the C3 Panther podcast with the Frank Right news?
7: Yeah, I think, I man, it's unsurprising. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's not out of nowhere.
0: Any early candidates uh, from the panel?
7: They want, uh, right now, is that uh, people are hot on Ben Slovic, who is, I think that's his name, something Slovic because I'm probably confusing him with Ben Johnson, but Ben Johnson is the hot name out of Detroit. Detroit,
0: who didn't want our job last year.
7: And Slovic is the offensive coordinator for the Texans who has gotten C.J. Stroud cooking.
3: Uh, So, post-game, and I know the position you're in, it gets more into big-picture talk than the actual game. (laughs) Nobody will be actually recapping Panthers-Bucks on Sunday, probably. Unless we get that interim bump. Oh, yeah, unless you get that dub thanks tony all right man thank you and uh congrats on all the stuff you're doing
7: the push-ups oh i'm done with them thank god
0: they're 3, all done
7: 3, and through the month of november damn that's uh yeah. that's pretty impressive thank you uh let's take a break we'll come back
3: morgan ayler's mark greenheld brian north and we return pirate radio live back with you after this
5: follow tiebreakers on facebook and instagram for daily updates tiebreakers in greenville at bell's Fork in downtown winterville on railroad street and coming soon are actually not coming soon it is now open on greenville boulevard in the old pizza inn location and this holiday season let the magic begin with the hilton greenville turn your events into unforgettable celebrations with a holiday event package with classic decorations and t- a tasty custom menu your guests are sure to feel the holiday cheer. From setup to cleanup, decor, and more, the Hilton has it covered for you. Make this holiday season stress-free and let the Hilton Greenville do all the work for you. Visit the Hilton Greenville's website or call 353-3058 to book your unforgettable experience. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
3: All a couple things we learned today. First, we not know punks. We learned that from Caleb Account Pirates beating UNCW last night also learned that john david baker will be uh, ecu's next offensive coordinator coming over for old miss he was the tight ends coach he was the co-offensive coordinator and he will coordinate the pirates offense in 2024 we will talk about that and more with morgan Ayler's, who joins us on the pirate radio live line on this friday morgan how you doing man Doing good, how about my friend? Doing all right, Morgan. Uh, heard some candidates kind of floating uh, out there, and I was told that uh, a coach from Ohio State, a young coach Bailey, was in the mix. Uh, Chad Morris's name came up, which is a coach a lot of folks are familiar with, and this John David Baker from Ole Miss. And looks like the Pirates got their guy. Went pretty swiftly with it, so that's a good thing, and. Brought in a guy coming over for a good offense. So uh, what's your take on John David Baker being the new offensive coordinator with the Pirates?
4: Yeah, uh, I I never obviously really heard of him prior to this week, to be honest with you. But you look at his coaching pedigree, some of the guys that he's worked with, including Lane Kiffin for the last few years, and, uh, you know, sounds like an up-and-coming coach that can bring a lot of excitement to the Pirate offense. And uh, hopefully that's going to be the case. I mean, Coach Houston, you know, Looking at it, made a really good hire on this one. So, but of course, there's, you know, it's, it's funny because you you look online, and which is always maybe a good thing and it's a bad thing to do, and you just never can please some people. You know, they could have brought in John Gruden as offensive coordinator or, or Peyton Manning, and somebody would have said he'd been too old with too big of a head. So it doesn't matter. You know, it's just I think it's a great hire by Coach Houston, and I think it's uh, going to be a lot of fun to watch this program move forward
3: yeah i mean look if you're a detractor of this move i don't know why if you are shouting from the rooftops that it's the greatest hire ever i don't know why we talked about that chandler right before the show that we just don't know how it's going to work out so uh, i do like that it was made swiftly and again i like kind of what you said morgan just his pedigree i like that uh, i think we're gonna maybe see things open up a little bit my thing is though i'm I know you had to make this move, and, and overall this is more important than a quarterback, but I'm way more interested in who is our quarterback next year, and it's probably not somebody on the roster right now. They're going to have to bring in one of those. So that is the uh, the next big domino to drop. Obviously you're going to maybe see some offensive staff changes uh, as well, but the, the quarterback thing is, is, man, number one priority for me right now.
4: Yeah, I think I, I think you definitely have to go in the portal for one. What do you bring in, too? Um, uh, you know, I think there's obviously with, you've only got Raheem Jeter and, and Alex Flynn on the roster as of right now. Alex still has some decisions probably he's going to make, whether he, you know, he stays, is he going to, to medical school or whatever his case may be? Uh, does he stay and compete, you know, under the new regime? Who knows? Uh, I know you've got a high school quarterback coming in and one of the Hodge boys, I think, from um, yeah. Tennessee, I believe. You know, all indications are that he's, you know, very talented, very bright quarterback with a, with a lot of upside. But I think you've got to get one. You might have to go out and get two quarterbacks, uh, and bring both in and say, Hey, whoever wins the job, wins the job, you know, you're man enough to, to fight for it. There's a whole lot of quarterbacks, in the portal, There's a whole lot of players in the portal. And, uh, you know, and I've said this for several years now, the downside is, uh, the, the big, uh, People to get hurt in this whole transfer portal thing are the true high school players that are coming in because there's not enough spots for them anymore. So you know, they're trickling down to the FCS level and some lower divisions. And, yeah. uh, those programs are getting better because of that. And then they transfer and want to go play for a Division One
3: school. So, there you go. Uh, the circle of the new college football life. Well explained there, I think, by Morgan Ayler's joining us. Morgan, uh, we're going to get at least one, you would think, out of the portal. Maybe two, like you said. And uh, we are going to lose uh, at least one to the portal. Mason Garcia announcing he has transferred in. And we saw Mason Garcia, the player on the field, just didn't work out for whatever reason here at east carolina uh i was able to meet mason on a, an occasion or two very respectful young man everybody i talked to said he is uh, a great kid and you've had more interaction with him than i have so um just your thoughts on on him because it seems like he handled a pretty rough situation well and i know you know didn't have the success he wanted on the field but handled it about as good as you could
4: again first class Young man, wish him well in the future. Hopefully, everything works out the way he wants it to. Um, you know, it didn't work out here in East Carolina uh, for him, but you know, he's got a, a future ahead, a bright future. Smart young man. Hopefully, he can go out and uh, find a place that he can call home. And if it's quarterback that he wants to be, make, you know, God's and everything work out great for him. If it's something else he wants to do, I'm sure he'll be great at whatever he does. I wish him well. I wish all the transfers well. Yeah. You know, it's not like, uh, I don't think very few of them left because they didn't like the program. They just didn't, you know, want to be in the situation they were in, whether it's playing time or lack thereof. Yeah. Uh, you know, you play the sport because you want to play. Find some place that you can go play.
3: And by the way, I got some, uh, I hadn't brought this up, Chandler. I got some uh, TMZ style news for folks. Break it. Uh Blake Harrell was eating at a local establishment on Wednesday in Greenville, North Carolina.
0: I can confirm that because I saw him there.
3: Wow, okay. So, uh, Morgan, as of this Wednesday, Blake Harrell still here in Greenville. That is positive because we are a little worried with the way that team, that side of the ball played this year, that folks might be uh, coming after him for his services.
4: Well, you know, they did a great job. But the, the team that, that he put together on the defensive side of the ball, those guys – really you know like playing for each other and then you really haven't seen a whole lot of, of transition this year as of right now from the defensive side of the ball and um you know i think they they enjoy getting after it and, and playing that style of defense uh i think if, if keep coach harrell keep the staff and you know keep the bulk of those players on the defensive side of the ball they're gonna keep us in a lot of games next year and the offense with all due respect has nowhere to go but up. And, uh, you know, I think that's going to come next year. I think they'll bring in some players that'll make an immediate impact. And, uh, it doesn't take very many. And as you've seen a lot of programs the last couple of years, you bring in one or two guys that all of a sudden things can change. I mean, look. And I'm going to say this. Uh, you know, this week it came out that Aaron Rodgers might be you know, coming into the 21-day uh, IR list of being able to practice without being on the roster after tearing his Achilles. But who'd have thought last year going into this season there we just want talk about the New York Jets? And one player came in that was able to make that buzz happen. Yeah. Now, granted, it's Aaron Rodgers, don't get me wrong, but that's the impact that one good player can have for a team and a whole psyche of a team. And, you know, with a uh, new offensive coordinator, and uh, you get a, a quarterback and you get some linemen in here and a couple wideouts, you know. Things can happen
3: pretty quick. Morgan Aylers joining us, uh, Robert. Good question. We'll uh, we'll get into some of that more next week. But he says, uh, "My question is, who is JDB going to hire? Won't uh, on offense?" He said, "Has he ever had to hire before?" I would say that answer would be probably no. Only 33 year olds. What connections does he have? All good questions, Robert. And, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll dive into that more next week because we are pressed for time. And I want to ask Morgan Ayers how much fun he had last night inside of minji's Coliseum.
4: That was a lot of fun. Of course, I think the first half, I thought, uh, I didn't know if we'd get out of there before 10 o'clock the way the were.
3: Oh, my God. I hadn't even brought up that awful ref last night.
4: That was, it was wow. But, uh, you know, I don't even want to get into a specific if it's a specific referee or not. I saw some posts about it. But, uh,
3: he sucked. Know, what,
4: what, he was awful. For the Pirates. Yeah, I mean, you come. I think there were seven down at halftime and came back, battled back, and uh, you know, UNCW has got a, a fun program to watch. Uh, Shaikim Phillips, the the young man from uh, you know South, South
3: Central. Central. Yeah, he was good, Morgan. Uh,
4: he was very good he did a great job out there was very happy to see him come back into to Williams arena and play and uh, you know it's just it's fun to watch and I think he's Carolina He you know, missed Ezra last night uh, but you know Caleb, Caleb account he might be five1 I mean he's tiny and uh, but he's he's fearless man he'll go down the lane and he'll go up against anybody in there finds a way to get his shot off I thought Bobby Pettiford showed what kind of player he can be yeah and it seems like East Carolina all season long has had one guy uh, and another maybe half guy step up.
3: Yeah, and it's been different guys. Yeah,
4: it's been different guys. And if they ever get to the point where all of them start, you know, playing to their capability in the same game, whew, they got a chance to be pretty good.
3: Maryland Eastern Shore next, and then South Carolina in Menji's Coliseum. So they'll see if they can keep the momentum going. Mike Schwartz was fired up after that one last night. It was fun to see. Morgan, uh, enjoy it, man. Have a good weekend, and we will catch up with you again next Friday and talk more sports with you. Sounds great. You guys have a great weekend. Thank you, sir. There is the DJ Captain Morgan, Morgan Aylers joining us on the Pirate Radio live line.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm talking about Caleb, LeCla- Caleb LeCount going to the basket. His euro step last night and the dips he do for two was nasty.
3: I got a little uh, some ooze and ahs from the crowd. <laughs> Where's Joey during these games?
6: Ah, uh, good question. Let's see, so yesterday's game I was studying for my final that I took today.
3: All right. I'm um, the final
6: guy. <laughs> who cares? It's all
3: about that. it's about athletics, not uh, not academics. Uh, how about next Saturday? Where are you going to be?
6: will be in town so i would like to go to a game
3: all right yeah you need to come hang out with us
6: i want to go to the volleyball game if they win uh tonight tomorrow
3: okay all right uh by the way east carolina serving it up six o'clock yeah what do you say throwing out the first pitch tip off kickoff what do you say for volleyball serving first serve first serve first serve serve set for six o'clock at g's serving it up at six o'clock five bucks to go see postseason volleyball and get loud and get proud. If
6: every sport's different, then what do you say for tennis? First serve. First serve. We had. The they don't have to be different. Yeah. It's is that it, is that's there what a rule that has
0: to be different? Yeah. Why'd yeah. you make this rule up?
6: <laughs> because if you can't say clamp down for the men's. That
0: now you're what, what are you, you doing uh, What are you doing
6: The goalposts, The goalposts are moving
3: here Ladies and gentlemen What are you doing Can't say goalpost That's a What a, a terrible, terrible
0: combination right. You got me on now <laughs>
3: uh. Let's take a break A little bit You alright man I right. got so I, I, offended You alright
0: This is how you feel When I say something stupid <laughs> Good God Now I don't blame you Alright
3: We'll run the Brian North interview When we return Pirate Radio Live Back with you on a Friday After this
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
5: Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs. They have uh, mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's clip. All
3: righty, back with you. You got quarterback news, Chandler? Are you working to confirm? Where's that guy you had beside you the other day that uh, kept confirming all your
0: college football
3: news? Um... All right, well, we'll work to confirm that. As we do, uh, I talked to Brian North earlier this afternoon. wanted to hear that interview as we talk ECU and more. So let's get to that right now. North, how you doing, man?
2: Doing great, Clipper. Uh, finishing up the high school football season here with big semifinals tonight. And um, then it's into the holidays, and then maybe I'll start thinking about college basketball in January.
3: Well, I will bring up college basketball in a moment. It is your decision whether or not you want to talk about it because this is America, and it is a free country. Uh, Brian, my question of the day and uh, and what we're talking about because I was reminded by a couple of things last night as to why I love sports, and I wanted to ask you, Brian, why do you, did you, do you currently love sports?
2: Um, the... the the unscripted drama, the um, the storylines, the watching people succeed while watching other people fail, and see how they handle failures—the greatest drama out there. And so, I just you know, you like to see people do extraordinary things, and you like to see how people react when there's pressure on them. So, I've never been a fan, a hardcore fan of teams. I'm a fan of people, and I'm a fan of entertainment. And so that's my really
3: long answer to uh, why I like sports. And a uh, a good one at that. Uh, Fun to see rivalries, Brian, and uh, back and forth, and had some of that last night. Our section was taken over uh, by UNCW fans, so to quench my thirst with Seahawk tears at the end of it was fantastic, but (laughs) makes it fun, man. Just this back and forth, and And there was nothing, you know, dirty or negative or ugly about it. Uh, They had fun in the first half. Pirate fans had fun in the second half. And we all went home and went back to our miserable lives after it. So, you know, it's all the same.
2: And uh, how did uh, Shaquille Phillips do? Did he have a big contingent there? Because that was the storyline going in
8: that
3: fascinated me. I first walked up to, uh, and my parents were already there. My mom had already talked up his entire family. They were sitting next to us. So, yes, uh, he had a uh, a crowd, uh, a fan base there. And that that's another thing I love about it, watching him and Bobby Pettiford, a couple of yep. uh, Eastern North Carolina guys go at it in a big-time, you know, Division I college basketball game, guarding one another. And Bobby even talked about after the game, while they're. There was trash talk, apparently, last year with these teams. He talked about how much he uh, respected Phillips and how much fun that was to go against a guy he's known for a long time.
8: Yeah,
2: uh, and it's, you know, shay Team. I know he was talking up the whole UNCWs where he always wanted to go angle, but you had to know that there was something there. Of not, I'm not sure ECU even offered him. I can't remember, but I, I don't. they didn't really go after him hard. and So for him to come back to, to play in his backyard for the first time, I know he – Traveled a couple of years ago with USC Wilmington, but was injured, didn't play. So for him, that one chance to come back his fifth year as a fifth-year senior and, and go in front of the home crowd, I'm sure that was pretty special for him. So, uh, that, And again, that's, those are the storylines that I love, always the games within the game.
3: And boy, I hadn't reviewed the film, Brian, and probably won't, but it seemed like when they were going through him in the first half, they were having a lot of success, I started going to the – the big lefty a lot in the second half and just came up with empty possessions. And when he had the ball, I was nervous. Uh, when his teammates had it last night, I was a lot less nervous. So he is—he's uh, a good player for him, and uh, uh, cool to see these guys grow too, right? Like watching him and Bobby—they're like grown men out there compared to probably what you uh, saw when you covered them in high school.
8: Yeah,
2: and for she came, it's—it's been not the easiest road. He had to deal with injuries. There was talk of him transferring out at one point, but he stuck with it and. And he's probably not going to be an NBA guy, but uh, he's got himself a nice college education. He's made himself a nice career. He's a thousand point scorer, so he can put that on his resume and in the record books. And it's you know sometimes the guys just stick with it. Sometimes the transfer portal isn't always the best thing for people. And I think for Shaikim, it's really worked out for him. He's had a nice career. Maybe he gets a chance to go overseas and, and make some money. But you know uh, that whole South Central class with uh, Dayron Sharp now playing in the NBA, and then uh, another young man who was shot and killed and. So they've had this this whole plethora of things happen from that South Central team, and so it's it's um, it's interesting to follow them. from yes, when they're younger, to watch them go through stuff, make mistakes, not bury them when they make those mistakes, watch them grow from it, and then become productive young men on the other
3: side. Brian North joining us. Brian, uh, I'm, I'm going to continue on with college hoops, and you can uh, hang up whenever you'd like. Um, <laughs> Ken Watlington and I were talking about when we were younger, Brian, you remember the ACC Big East Challenge? yeah? Um, And then it went to the Big Ten, which I was never really a a big fan of. I'd I'd rather watch like Wake Forest, Seton Hall than I would uh, Northwestern and Georgia. You know, I I don't know. Uh, But I do like uh, ACC, SEC because I'm an SEC basketball fan. It it feels very slimy um, with Nate Oates and Pearl and uh, Musselman and he'll talk a little junk and of course at Kentucky and, and they have really good teams and uh, that made for some good games this week North Carolina and Tennessee had an NBA score Arkansas bounced back after losses to UNCG and North Carolina and uh, beat Duke and saw some fun matchups uh, ACC, SEC I think SEC for people that follow it they're not but I think nationwide probably underrated uh, they think football when they think SEC but that's a good basketball conference
2: well, I, there was years ago they weren't very good. Right, The ACC went after that. that wanted to play the, the Big Ten and, and the, uh, the Big East. But, no, the SEC, the last few years, it's really upped their game and upped their abilities. And So when the ACC said they were going to play SEC, I said, perfect. It's kind of like they've rotated out and they're going after the hot conference. So I uh, love the matchup. I uh, saw some interesting results from it. And, and regionally it makes sense, too. I mean, all these conferences are going nationwide now. But regionally I thought – it made some pretty good matchups. And, you know, UNC-Tennessee, underrated rivalry with the two neighboring states. So I really, I really enjoyed some of those matchups that they had.
3: And, Brian, uh, people our age remember a young Rick Barnes kind of standing up to Dean Smith back in the day too, right? I didn't even think about that when that game was on the other night at Sports Trivia at AJ's. Dean Smith, uh, rest in peace, long gone. But uh, a young Rick Barnes kind of took him to task, and that was very taboo back then, right, in the 90s? yeah.
2: Yeah, when when Dean you know Dean had an interesting start to his career, hung an effigy. Not everybody was on his side at Chapel Hill, but over time he became legendary. And, and Rick Barnes was the first guy I can ever remember you know putting a finger in his face and standing up to him because Dean was usually pretty gentlemanly and, and pretty fair with everything he did. So to have a young whippersnapper go after him was quite the sight back in the day. And so uh, certainly made the headways uh, or headlines. And- and uh, certainly got Rick Barnes uh, noticed by a lot of people. He's had a pretty
3: good career ever since then. Brian North joining us. Uh, Brian, at the time of this recording, we are talking currently 2.10 p.m. in the afternoon on a Friday, airing it an hour or so later, uh, starting to see... Uh, the word "official" come down when it comes to an ECU offensive coordinator, and this is coming from an Ole Miss side. And maybe we'll have things confirmed by the time this interview airs. But Tyler Comus uh, from the Rebels twenty four seven side said John David Baker accepts the role of off- as offensive coordinator at East Carolina. And uh, Brian, I, I, you know, I've been following this a little bit. I was a little concerned. I-, I thought the way Mike Houston should go was a younger, more exciting, explosive route. I was a little afraid we'd get like a, I don't know, a Doug Martin, a Rick Stockstill. Of course, fine coaches, but kind of that older older style of play uh older style of coach anyway uh but this guy I, I don't know never heard of him uh but quite a resume i mean you're the co-offensive coordinator down there with the lane train at old miss so he's already got a pretty high position uh and comes in here it, it might be enough it looks like just testing the waters it's enough to get folks a little bit excited about the offense next year I I'm still I still think our quarterback is more important than the coordinator almost who's our quarterback we'll find that out hopefully soon but uh looks like they're gonna go with John David Baker you familiar with this guy at all no not at all
2: and, <laughs> and my question always my question always is why would he come to ECU if he's an old mess and he's did you say he's co-op in the coordinator there or getting
3: yeah and the other is Charlie Weiss uh, I believe a Weiss and baker because i don't know is he going to make more money here it it, it almost feels kind of lateral from that department but maybe he wants to get out of the shadow of kiffin and and the other coordinator i i don't know right so that's the
2: question i would ask is because it doesn't seem like a immediate make sense move right it's not the stepping up from a a smaller school uh, maybe more money would be the first thing i'd look at but i i'd say okay so what's going on with him and lane kiffin that he wants to leave maybe he just wants to run his own offense more because Blaine Kiffin gets a lot of that credit. I, I just need some more information before I, I tag it with a blue ribbon or I uh, have some question marks. But Mike Houston made the move pretty quick. Um, so, you know, he must have some confidence in him. He's pretty well-known in the coaching circles, So, uh, yeah, and now they get somebody in here. Let's see what he runs. Let's see what they have. But more importantly, you got to have the Jimmys and the Joes. So uh, now you got to coach. Now you got to figure out uh, the, the players in here can make the play.
3: Yeah, and I mean it's just like recruiting, right, Brian? We we talk about these guys for one day, we get excited, and then we either never hear from them again, or have to wait a couple years before we can give a, a definitive answer on whether or not it was a good recruiting class. So you just never know. Right now, I'm looking at Ole Miss quarterbacks because I'm hoping he's got a guy he can bring in with him. You know, that's uh, right. that's my thing right now. What are we going to do? You gonna have the be- if we had the best play caller in the world last year. What's our record, Brian? Uh, maybe we get three wins. Uh, you know, I mean,
2: players still have to execute Yeah. I mean, you make all the great play calls in the world, but you still got to be able to catch the ball. How many drops did they have this year? got to make accurate throws. You got to hit guys in stride. There's so many things that go into it. So I've never been one of those that questions the play caller. Uh, you got to make the play. I mean, every play, if you do it perfectly, you should get some positive yardage out of it. So. To me, it always comes down to uh, ability and execution. And so I never worry about what it's called. It's fun when you do double reverses and, and all that crazy stuff. But how many people got upset with Lincoln Riley when he was throwing 27 bubble screens in a row uh, to the outside? Everybody was getting all upset. So it's never, to me, never the play calling. It's, it's about the ability of the players to make the plays.
3: Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Brian, sometimes, you know, and, and it's sports talk radio. I feel like we talk – very nonchalantly about people's jobs and things like that i mentioned that with jason nichols earlier this week that he's one of these assistant coaches that has gone through the ropes and uh, lucky enough for him a lot of times he's been able to move on and not get fired but most recently uh, was let go and kind of uproots a family and everything so it, it does feel a little dirty to talk about a person's job but then again when i'm asking you every week does frank reich survive this season? It was a valid conversation because uh, for the second straight year, he has been fired uh, during the season, which is pretty incredible. And uh, once again, David Tepper firing another coach in the middle of a season. And he is public enemy number one right now in Charlotte.
2: It's crazy. Every week I'd say, no, don't fire him. Why would you do such a thing? But I will say watching Grace Young not improve. And there's little things I see, okay, Steps up in the pocket occasionally makes good decisions, but I just his decision making has not been quick. I see the happy feet, and when I saw Will Levis look like an All American in the, in the first yeah. first half against them, I was like, "Wow, there's the there's difference in development." And I, I was one of those who I liked Will Levis coming out of Kentucky. I, I thought he should have been a first round pick. I thought he had a big upside to him. But watching him compared to watching Bryce Young, it's like, oh man, there's that lack of development. And look, there's there's a lot of things that go into it, but. Uh, I just, I don't know where you get when you're trying to build a program of uh, firing coaches midseason, and uh, especially in football. Um, and this is the third time he's done it in, what, five years? Or so. so, Tepper is obviously, it's his team. He can do what he wants, but obviously the results have not shown themselves with him doing it the way he wants. So, um, wasn't a fan of it. Uh, I don't worry much about Frank Reich. He's getting paid by two teams for a lot of uh, years now. It's the Deuce Staleys and the Josh McCowns who are also let go. It's all consistent coaches that you worry about because they don't make as big a paycheck. They make nice paychecks, but certainly not as big as the head coaches.
3: David Tepper continues to be one of the best firers in America. He's just got to get that hiring part right, Brian. Maybe that's uh, he needs to bring somebody in for the hirings and let him handle the firings.
2: It's funny because, you know, they, they threw him the soccer coaches, and he's only had the soccer team, what, three years, and he's fired two of those coaches. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's
3: amazing. I brought up Steinbrenner the other day. I, was, I remember the tail end of that, but was it Billy Martin, Brian? He would, like, fire and rehire. He's turning into a football Steinbrenner, it seems like.
2: Yeah, I, but at least he hired Billy Martin three times, and at least he got some results. <laughs> now, the funny part is when he got suspended by Major League Baseball, and couldn't do anything for a while, is when they, they um, built their minor league system and started that run of uh, winning World Series in the mid-'90s. Huh. Uh, there, there was a little kind of a storyline to that of uh, maybe if owners do get out of the way. But I get it, man. You got all that money, and then you want to pay for something, and you want to play with boy. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Just,
3: you know, you got to understand the, the, the repercussions that come with it. Hey, you get a bonus or something, and then you got that it's burning a hole in your pocket. He's constantly walking around with a hole burning in his pocket, so he's just got to get rid of it, man. He's got to, he's got to spend it. He's got to find the new toy, and we'll see what they do, man. I think they should go the Hornets route and bring back Ron Rivera and just really piss everybody off, like the Hornets did with <laughs> Steve Clifford. Why not, right? Yeah, because Ron will need a job soon because uh, he's already got rid of Jack Del Rio, his defensive coordinator. That's the first uh, chair off the deck, and there's a bigger one coming, I think, in Washington. Yeah,
8: yeah, I think
2: I think you're right, and uh, although you know new owners, so uh, we'll see what happens if if it's in a stay or he be gone already. I'm sure.
3: Yeah. All right, we will uh, see the blitz coming up tonight, Brian. I know Tarboro, and what else uh, are we looking yeah. at tonight for the blitz?
2: This has been one of the weirdest years where we have really good teams this year, but none of them are still playing. So it's it's everybody who surrounds our viewing area. So not teams in our viewing area, but that surround us. You've got Northeastern out of Elizabeth City, playing at Clinton in uh, in Sampson County. You've got uh, Northern Nash back in the 3A Finals again out of Rocky Mount. And then uh, you've got um, Hoggard out of Wilmington taking on Cardinal Gibbons. So uh, a lot of, of regional matchups not teams from our area but from around our area that people are still interested in so
8: uh it'll be an
2: interesting night and then we've got one more year and then it was uh, decided uh yesterday i believe they they put the rubber stamp on it they're going to go to eight classifications after next year so uh this will be the last couple of years of just four state winners
3: brian uh as we let you go you know uh, when i was a kid uh parades were pretty cool uh now with everything else you have to do in the world. I don't know. I think they've lost some luster maybe, but uh you, your girls going to any parades? Is that still a popular thing amongst kids?
2: Yeah, so we're actually supposed to have be in the Newburn parade tomorrow morning. Um, you know, and, and the T V world parades were a big thing where you get out and you see the people and wave to the folks and uh, our station has certainly not made it a priority ever since COVID. So uh we will we will be in New Bern, um I think the kids like the parade. We were at the Shad Festival Parade last year. The kids really enjoyed that. That was their first one. Okay. So, so yeah, I, I think, look, it, it's all about throwing up candy. I mean, that's all they really care about. When they see yep. people throwing candy, they're all over that. So And people still do that until the lawyers get involved and, and take that away from us. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I think we're so excited about
3: it. And uh, as Mitch Hedberg said, if you're not enjoying the parade, just walk in the opposite direction and you can fast-forward the parade. <laughs> <laughs> one of the great Mitch Hedberg lines. Brian, thanks for joining us, man. Have a good weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, clipper
2: sounds good, brother. Have a good one.
3: Brian North, WCTI 12, joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line. We'll take another break, come back. And uh, here from our Greenhills Golf Shop Radio Show, Tiger Woods back on the course. We'll talk about that, some football and more when we return. We roll on an hour three on a Friday. Back with you after this. Love about
8: nothing and everything once I, I am one of those, now I try money fools
5: They are open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart filling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: Back with you here on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We are just a few short days away from opening up the 2023 transfer portal no what
0: are we going to open up the
3: pirate radio treasure chest which includes prizes such as a $50 gift card to Aiden Golf and Country Club and Farm Bureau golf swag package from Brandon Manning
0: he made a lasting impact on ECU baseball he's going to make a lasting impact on you
3: a $200 gift card to Shenandoah Graphics.
0: Shenandoah.
3: $100 straight cash homie from Sparky Snowballs. Man. I'll take that all day. A $200 gift card and facial and skincare box. Sign me up. From Beauty Bar Medi-Spa. Just a few of the great prizes we have in this year's treasure chest. All right, let's uh, quickly head back out to the Pirate Radio live line, talk to Mark Greenhalgh Golf Shop Show, coming your way Saturday here on Pirate Radio. Greeny, how you doing, man?
10: Other than being cold, I'm doing great, Can I How about
3: you? Yeah, about the same. It has been a uh, chilly week around these parts as well. And, Greeny, uh, I guess, and this is uh, kind of hack sports talk radio, and you uh, When Tiger Woods is in the news, uh, we bring him up. That's why you go to the professionals on the golf shop show. They will tell you everything going on in the world of golf. But when I see Tiger, the eyes light up. So tell us about uh, Tiger Woods' return and and how that's going right now.
10: Yeah, well, I think uh, other than the fact that Tiger's actually playing a golf tournament for the first time in seven months, uh, I think the big story was in his press conference, him talking about possibly playing at least a tournament a month in twenty twenty four. So huh. that's what we have to look forward to. We, we we saw hints of when he was caddying for his his son Charlie in, in a junior tournament. We saw less of a limp out of Tiger carrying the bag for four days. We see less of a limp now. He's talked about the, the fusion surgery that he had done in his ankle. I mean it was either like a replacement or the fusion surgery were the options he went with the surgery, uh, saying that at some point the, the replacement might be the way to go down the road, but You know, the fact that the pain, the excruciating pain in that foot, which was causing him to withdraw what we saw at Augusta National in the really cold, nasty weather over the weekend, we feel like that that is a lot better. I mean, obviously, there's other ailments that he has, but it seemed like the foot was the biggest problem, that he could not walk 18 holes. And now that we seem to have solved that problem, maybe we can start actually building back again. I mean... You know, we, we've seen so far in the first couple rounds where he's played the front nine, uh, you know, mediocre yesterday, pretty good today, but has faded down the stretch, and he's fading again today down the stretch as you and I are talking. So let's see if we can continue to build that over the next couple of rounds, and then as we start to see maybe an event in January, maybe an event in February, you know, the Players' Championship in March, the the uh, the Masters in April, and that kind of thing happens. So that's what we're looking forward to and see if we can continue to build, because, he still hits as many shots and as good a shots as anybody does with pga tour
3: right now Greeny, as far as majors go and uh this is probably a dumb question but uh, do, is there a tiger exemption for everything i mean does he have to play his way into anything or is he available to play in, in whatever he chooses to at this point well
10: the there's there's three so the the master's um, if you win, you get a lifetime yeah. exemption up to the age of sixty, and then it's kind of you know if you're competitive after that. And and the same thing holds for the Open Championship. The PGA of America does the same thing as they'll generally let their past champions in. It's the U.S. Open that only gives you a finite amount of exemption time. But you got to think that the U.S. Open would extend a special <laughs> invitation to Tiger Woods as long as Tiger Woods wants to be invited. I mean. It's not unprecedented for them to do something like that. Uh, So you'll probably look at something along those lines. And then we'll see. The other thing, too, is the signature events are restricted fields, But I'm pretty sure that they've left themselves open for sponsor exemptions. So you pretty much are going to look at Tiger Woods will get a sponsor exemption in any tournament that he wants to go play in.
3: No doubt. Talking to Mark Greenhedge, Golf Shop Show, coming your way Saturday right here on Pirate Radio. Greeny, uh, my question of the day, uh, I was in Minji's last night, East Carolina, picked up a nice win and uh, against UNCW, and there was a lot of fans in there, and it was a fun rivalry game. And uh, that and a couple other things reminded me uh, why I do love sports and started loving sports all those years ago. Um, the question, why do you love sports, Greeny, was was pretty easy for a while there with the Patriots winning every year, and the Bruins' success and Red Sox' success and Celtics won and uh, Clemson won. And uh, now things aren't going so great on the field. But, Greeny, why Why did you love sports all those years ago when you first started? And uh, and why do you still love sports today? How would you answer that?
10: I would just say from a competition standpoint, I mean, I love to participate in sports. I'm a very competitive person. I don't like to lose at anything. I don't like to lose to my 7-year-old son in anything. Um, so uh, from that standpoint, but – You know, and and by the way, don't forget, I'm old enough where every single one of those teams that you just mentioned stunk (laughs) growing up. yeah. So, uh, I mean, obviously, Clemson won their first national championship in 1981, um, and, you know, that's before I even considered going there. But the Red Sox, the Patriots, even the Celtics uh, before Larry Bird were terrible. Um, The Bruins were probably the stalwart, which is... Why I probably like of the Boston teams, I like the Bruins the most. Probably because they were the one team that didn't really stink when I was first growing up and, and watching sports, and uh, and I loved going to games and, and had the ability to go to sporting events. I mean, I would go to Red Sox games. The Patriots are probably the one that I didn't go to for the longest time, but I went to a lot of Red Sox and uh, and Bruin hockey games, and not so much on the basketball and the football side. So. Just love the love the competition. Love being a fan of things. Love seeing specific players. Now I like seeing players that go to Clemson and gra- you know and graduate or, or get drafted into the pros. I love following them. So that's it's just a little bit of everything.
3: Yeah. Not a great answer. Greeny, uh, how about Clemson? They did get some revenge on South Carolina. They get the, the eighth win, 8-4, eight and four, which is looked at as a down year uh, for the folks uh, in Tigertown. This is your first weekend off uh, as far as watching Clemson and uh, maybe going to an ACC championship the first week of December in a while. So you got a free weekend there. But um, I don't know, did, did beating South Carolina, did that salvage anything? Uh, how did you feel overall about the 8-4 and four Tigers this year?
10: You know, that South Carolina game was hard to watch. I, I think uh, Klubnik threw for 100 yards, and Spencer Rattler didn't throw for 100 yards. So the two quarterbacks combined did not pass for 200 yards. Um, it was a hard game to watch, and it, it still baffles me that you can have the talent that Clemson has and the inability to to put points up on the board and, and consistently move the football. So that's that's what I'm interested in seeing. I know they're going to be looking for a new offensive line coach here. And maybe that's what's been the issue. Maybe the Garrett Riley offense and the way the offensive line was being taught didn't gel very well, and maybe that's the case and why we're going to get a new offensive line coach. But something's definitely got to change in the Clemson offense and get back to, um, I guess, you know, not as predictable, be a little more explosive, back to what we're used to seeing Clemson doing with all the athletes that they have. I mean, I know they were thin on receiver because they kept getting hurt, but something at some point's got to give. You had a running game, you had a defense, you should have been better than what they were. So uh, let's let's hope for some changes. But man, it goes back to even looking at championship games this weekend clip and starting tonight with Washington and Oregon. I just I mean I, I feel like that we're still wide open for the college football playoff. I feel like all the the top four teams could get beat and we could have complete chaos. and it's because I don't think we have dominant teams in college football right now.
3: Hey, I'm definitely rooting for some chaos at this point and then see what ends up happening. I mean, there's a scenario where the SEC could get left out of this whole thing if the, the cards fall right. So uh, interesting to see. And, of course, the ACC could too as well because Florida State a very narrow favorite over Louisville uh, coming up on Saturday night. Greeny, good stuff, man. Uh, what you guys have planned for the golf shop show coming up tomorrow?
10: So we'll check in with our man from the Sporting News, Bill Bender, as we always do, talk a little uh, college football championship weekend. We'll check in with Matt Ward and find out what some betting lines are across various sports. Heck, I want to ask him what the uh, betting line is for my Patriots to still end up with the number one pick in the the draft. (laughs) Uh, And we'll check in with Rob Spellman from Golf Aficionado Magazine, who goes here, there, and everywhere, and find out what uh, maybe his holiday gift guide entails and destinations maybe to go. And then we will check in with Rex Hoggard down there and, uh, in the Bahamas and find out what he's uh, hearing and seeing about Tiger Woods and what his thoughts are. So all that on Saturday morning.
3: I guess, Greeny, last first pick for the Pats would be Drew Bledsoe all those years ago.
10: Was he even a first pick? Was he the first one? I believe he was first he overall pick. He was, yeah. 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 That probably was, yeah. I mean, even if they get the second or the third pick, it, uh, you got to see what they're going to do with it. you got to think that it's either a quarterback or – Knowing Bill Belichick, he'll get the first pick,
3: and he'll trade down and get, like, 62 draft picks out of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bledsoe, first pick, 1993. So, uh, And that was a bit of a turning point there for the Patriots. And, of course, he handed the baton uh, to Tom Brady, and the rest is history. Uh, Greeny, good stuff, man. We will uh, check in with you next week. Have a good show on Saturday. All right. Thanks, Cliff. Have a good weekend, too. Thank you, Greeny. Mark Greenhelge Golf Shop Radio Show joining us. Um, man, got a lot of words here from Xavier McIver. I'm gonna just skip to the uh, with that being said part. With that being said, I've decided to enter the transfer portal with two years of eligibility remaining to continue it, continue pursuing and fulfilling my football dreams. Thank you, Pirate Nation. You're welcome, Xavier. That's a big one. Um, I don't believe this was God's plan, I think this was his call.
0: Add him to the list. You just made the list.
3: Xavier.
0: McIver. That's a big one. Because that's the guy that... Uh, yeah.
3: That... Yeah uh, a guy. guy.
0: Up front was uh in that rotation. In that very deep rotation. And um, off to do better things. It's his plan. Not God's plan.
3: Somebody told me... uh Somebody texted me and said, Wolf. i don't know if he's going to stay or not but uh there you go xavier mciver in the portal we'll take a break come back get ready to wrap it up here on a friday after this
5: Taking a quick look at your stock market, the Dow was up 294 points at 36,245. The NASDAQ was up 78 at 14,305. The S&P was up 26 points as well, closed out the week at 4,594. That is your Wells Fargo Advisor stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors uh, at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show.
3: Well, I just got a text that said, Ken Watlington looks peed off on TV tonight. He's not even smiling at Angie.
5: Oh, boy. He's having, good. He's
3: having a bad day.
5: It was uh, a bad day to be a Seahawk fan yesterday.
3: I'm going to tell the chat gang to have a good weekend. Appreciate y'all. Shirley, have a good weekend. I will gladly not be seeing you tomorrow.
5: That's right. I will be gladly not seeing you tomorrow.
3: Joey, appreciate your work today. John, put her there, pal. We will. Uh, let's get one for the camera. All right. Have a good weekend, Sean. Alright, you too, buddy. Oh, my bad. The camera's not even on, you guys. Good luck to <laughs> ECU volleyball. <laughs> Was that all? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they're about to so. get oh, underway. You're good. You're good. Hopefully, they win tonight, and uh, we'll play and win tomorrow as well. We will see you fine folks coming up. Wow, that was just off Off camera. camera. That was pretty (laughs) smooth. See you fine folks Monday, 3 o'clock, all-new edition Pirate Radio Live. The treasure chest will open up. Talk to you then. Jeff Charles, take us home.
1: Have a great time,
3: Eastern Carolina.
1: Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of
8: the Pirate Nation.